Ted Williams with you. <laughs> That's right. Now let me tell you something. TikTok has blocked me for adult nudity and sexual sexual activity. <laughs> Some of the things I've seen on TikTok, unbelievable. Women shaking their asses, damn near naked. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> It's so ridiculous. Now I want to see his TikTok. <laughs> I started watching episodes last night, and I don't, Brandon, did you watch much? A little here and there. So what happened last night, I got this random email from Drew very late at night sending me to one of these episodes. I had to reply, are you, are you binge watching The Golden Hour with Ted Williams? <laughs> well, it's kind of addictive. Uh, the problem is... Nothing goes anywhere. <laughs> he tells stories that are too long, don't get to the point, aren't really very interesting. I swear we've heard most of these stories. I'm uh, like, why not just read it? He should just read his book on his show. I, I mean, he's telling the same stories from the book. That's just true. Just read the book. It does. It emanates from the book. Yeah, and I read the book, so that's why none of them are new to me. Because yeah. I thought, we didn't interview him that many times. I'll give him credit for going back to the well. He knows what works. <laughs> well, it's like his life stopped when he got addicted to crack, and so he only has those stories to tell over and over and over, except for the new stories. <laughs> well, he's got some real big gaps in his timeline, because then he was relevant for a little bit. Remember when he... Yeah. Uh, when he was going to get paid yeah. to get your Louis Vuitton purse. They're among my favorite drops. Oh, that was that's my, that was Dr. Phil, right? Yeah, I think so. That's got to be a top five Dr. Phil episode. It's Remember up he was there. getting hammered? Oh. He was supposed to be clean? I know. What a mess. Oh, Ted. I'm rooting I for like him, too, like everyone else. Uh, but unfortunately, the episodes, it appears to be episode fading. Hmm. Uh, there aren't as many coming out. Hi, Mommy. There's Hi, Mommy. Where's my Bob? Hi, Mommy. <laughs> There's none in a couple months. Hi, Mom. Where's my mom? The number of people watching has gone from 556,000 to like 4.4 thousand. So I think there's doesn't seem to be a lot of incentive for repeat watching of uh, the golden golden voice. Why is he doing that? That's the one thing that I'm looking forward to is coming to New York City to see my mom after 20 years. <laughs> but the set looks pretty good, doesn't it? Looks great. Yeah, nice Somebody, backdrop. I mean. I, there's an, pretty easy to do, but yeah. In deep diving much oh, yeah. further into it than I should have, it seems that someone has invested in Ted. Uh, I would say you could do that backdrop and that microphone for under $500, so it's not that big of an investment. His suits Ted, look nice. Yeah. His suits you nice. He's really well-dressed in all of these. His got the teeth, new teeth. Look amazing. They're very big and white. Well, why doesn't he just do voiceovers? What happened to his voiceovers? I don't know. Macaroni and cheese great, with dot, dot, dot. Yeah, that was a great gig. I heard that commercial on I'm TV. I'm official voice for Kraft Macaroni and Cheese. What, did he blow that? Well, that's what I'm wondering, if he showed up late for a couple of voiceovers. And I'm going to take you and go get you a Louis Vuitton purse. <laughs> the context for that, by the way, is that's him <laughs> apologizing to his kids. And Who he hasn't seen in like 10 years. In his way of apologizing for making up for those 10 years is to the, make sure they all get... The new Kraft Macaroni and Cheese dinner <laughs> made with, you know, da, da, da. 
Uh, Anybody we, think he made sure they got paid? Did they get paid? I don't think you so. You put your forensic accountant to make sure Ted got his I, kids paid. I don't think he got her a Louis Vuitton purse either. And well, that maybe doesn't a make up for not being a parent either. What if he got a knock? one of the knockoffs from the All street? All right, everybody. If this doesn't get your toes tapping, then check your pulse because you might be dead. There's just that's something a, about great, Ted. That's There's a great line. I love it. Irresistible about Ted, though. He's just got that. Fully cooked, ready to eat bacon. I'm talking thick, meaty, center cut, presidential bacon. Savory and delicious. He's got mojo. He means well. Really, yeah, he does. He's not an asshole. No, he's a nice person. I'm surprised to hear he got kicked off TikTok. That sounds out of character. I want to know what he did. Was he good? Was he dancing like Jackson? Hi, I'm Ted Williams, and I listen to Drew and Mike Detroit. (laughs) It's possible he was a little messed up because he did seem a little high on that show, didn't he? Yeah. I mean that. <laughs> very He's laughing at everything. Very manic. <laughs> None of it was funny either. <laughs> Maybe it's just what he does when it's really awkward. To the Drew and Mike podcast, keep it stiff. And when he gets lost, he, they just hit that the golden bird. No, it's a the great golden, move. They just jingle out. I love jingles. <laughs> and then he starts over. Unlike segueing with a nice stupid jingle. Let's see. It's actually so weird. I kind of like the idea. <laughs> well, why don't, we just, groundbreaking. why don't we just start using his jingle? That's a good idea. It's a segue. Can we get a clean copy somewhere? Yes. No, I love that. When, I will make sure that y'all going to get paid. <laughs> when a topic gets going too long what a or something, great Brandon can just crank that. Okay. Start over? I'll pull it. <laughs> um, this is the Drew and Mike show from the deals in the D.com studios. <laughs> <laughs> and the show is sponsored by Hall Financial. <laughs> <laughs> They've got their Easy Start program. It's a great way, if you're looking to buy a home, especially your first home, they can drop your mortgage interest rate 2% in the first year of the loan, 1% the second year, and your rate will not go up with the market. You're locked in. Saves over $200 a month and thousands each year. When mortgage rate interest or interest rates fall in the future, Hall Financial's Rate Watch technology team. I'd like to see that team in action. <laughs> it's proprietary. You can't see it. <laughs> They'll let you locked know. away. It's time for you to refinance and claim your exclusive benefits. So call Hall Financial at 866-CALL-HALL. If you're doing anything in the mortgage world or refi world, just give them a first crack at it. I think you'll end up working with them because they're very good. <laughs> or you can call and chat with them online at callhallfirst.com. And uh, Ghost Budsters, our new exciting sponsor with locations. Let's see, where can you get Ghost Budsters Bud? Vibe, all locations. King of Buds in Monroe. Information, Entropy in Ann Arbor. Breeze in Hazel Park. Shango in Hazel Park. And Dispo in Romeo. And there's more, and we'll tell you about those. And, in fact, do we get more pictures of people? Yeah, I keep getting a lot of folks on the boner line who are sending in photos and also comments after they partake, and everybody so far, 100% happy. Oh, and Brandon of Ghost Budsters is trying to get a hold of Brandon. They connected. Yeah, yeah, we ended up- They connect. Yeah, I'm going to uh, meet up with them next week. Oh, well, that's interesting. Uh, They won six Cannabis Cup Awards. Each crop is meticulously hand-trimmed by actual growers that care and are very passionate about their trade. In fact, the five uh, original owners- are pipe fitters, electricians. They're all blue-collar kind of guys who just happen to like pot. And they're really serious about it. Not grown by corporate people. And their premium packaging ensures the product stays fresh, which I think people believe and agree with that claim. The truth is some of the most important people in the world smoke weed. Ghost Budsters. 
Well, uh, I was getting ready for today, and I was, you know, there were, uh, you know, the usual stuff. It seems like a lot of people are dying all of a sudden. Cindy Williams from Laverne and Shirley. Oh, boy. Can I ask a question about that? Yeah. Is the, are the eulogies for her a little over the top? You know, you're probably at the age where is, is you don't slow? get it. I, I, they probably are over the top a little bit, but Laverne and Shirley was, was a huge. big show. I remember, I remember that. Oh, God, you don't get it. I can tell. She was in American Graffiti. She was in The Conversation, which was a Gene Hackman film. I don't know that a, one. Yeah, yeah that was a, that's a good old movie to, to watch. American Graffiti is like a kind of a celebration of the 50s and the early Great 60s movie. cruising. George Lucas, right? Yeah, it is there. George Lucas. But yeah, they all seem over the top to me. Probably because everyone has a voice now. We hear what everyone has to say. I just thought maybe it was a slow entertainment week, and so they're going over the top with the uh, eulogies for her. But whatever, she seems harmless. And One nice. thing, yeah, she seemed like a nice person. One thing I had kind of forgotten was that Penny Marshall, who was Laverne or sure Laverne, her that's right, she's yell. Her brother Gary created the series, so she's a nepo sister. Yep. Although she went on to have a career. Yeah, well, originally a lot of directing too, right? Isn't that how they both got their role? Because he was doing Happy Days, and they were both walk-ons on Happy Days. Yeah. How did Laverne and Shirley spin off Happy? I wish Maz was here for once. <laughs> once in a do you really? Wait, didn't Mork, uh, Mork and Mindy spin off from Happy Days too? Which is even stranger. Yeah, yeah. They did. Yeah, because Mork, yeah, right? Mork it, popped up in Happy Days first, I believe. I don't remember any of this. Okay, it's and either, I should. It's either it was spun off from Happy Days, or there was a one of those crossover episodes. Brandon, you Google it. I, Laverne and Shirley definitely spun off, quote unquote, but I don't remember either one of them on. It's I funny. am Mark from Mark. Gabuzza. Well, there he is on Happy Days. I bring you greetings from the Cosmic Congress, the Stellar Confederation, and Mindy. Is that a heavenly body? Oh, she must have something because I'd be willing to walk ten miles in the snow to stand in her garbage. Yeah, so it looks like he popped up on Happy Days, and so they spun it off. Is this before the shark was jumped? Because if it was, it should be renamed. (laughs) I wish they would rerun Mork and Mindy out of the blue right now, so I could see if people would actually think it's funny now. I did think the open. I didn't think it was funny then. I did think the open to Mork and Mindy was pretty fucking cool, driving around that Jeep. I don't remember. I, I just thought it was dumb from day one, and there were guys on my baseball team in college who would gather to watch Mork and Mindy, which is shameful to me. In fact, I don't know if I've ever admitted that. <laughs> you have, yes. I can also say that, uh, although I was involved in Beretta Fest in high school, well, that's just we used to cool, go to though. Danny's house and get really stoned and watch Beretta. <laughs> Ridiculous. It was really Murder more of a reason. It was more of a reason to party on like a Tuesday night. Murderer lover. I think, I, think his, I think his mom had some running Tuesday night bridge game or something, so the house is open. Nice. Yeah. Lived real close. And, uh, you know, I remember being annoyed by Happy Days because one of my very first girlfriends, I think it was in 10th grade, she loved Happy Days. Mm. I mean, just loved it. And Slut. it was kind of annoying. I mean, like every, she probably laughed at every single punchline. I don't know. It just... <laughs> Are you saying she'd be like have a fan page if the web existed? Yes. Oh boy. Well, so, you know. was she an easy laugh factory? I think so. Yeah, I do. I don't think she thought I was funny though. Looking back ha. on it, well, you're no happy days. <sighs> so anyway, uh, as I was uh, pulling things together today, I there's really not a ton going on. It's that break before the Super Bowl, and I don't know January's just a little slow in general, but. Uh, I was kind of gathering some sports stuff together, and I was going through back through that 105-1 thing where it's like 
God, I hate sports sometimes. I hate sports. And I never hated sports until 105 won because I was exposed to, there was so much, well, first of all, the station sucked. And second of all, but that was, that's just an association. That's not the fault of sports. I had fun there. But I had no idea that there were all these sports trolls who would Mm -hmm. call you out and try to, you know, say that you should be canceled for whatever, the way you discussed the Jameis Winston rape case or whatever it might be. And I was like, what? who are these people? I never had to deal with those people. at Riff. I don't ever remember any stuff like that at Riff. It seemed like it just whammo yeah. uh, it descended upon me. And I don't know. I didn't want to do a sports show anyway. But the worst, the worst part was, manuf- you know, you had to talk about sports. And a lot right. of times there's just nothing going on. Oh, I saw one today. I'm not going to say who was doing it. But <laughs> it was a conversation about wait, who's... Who's more important to the Lions, Kirby Joseph or James Houston? Oh, oh, I got the answer. Who cares? I know. How desperate you for a conversation? How about neither? Who cares? No, they're both good. They're both can be here next year. They're both very important to the future. Why do we have to decide which one's more important? What do we? What do we have to? We have to pick one over the other. Apparently. So uh, the the thing that kind of got me going, started to set me off was. This uh, and this is in Brandon's prep. Good job, Brandon. I saw this yesterday and I had forgotten about it. Greg Wyshynski. Who's Greg Wyshynski? He's a big, big NHL guy on, you know, on, on. I don't know. He writes for somebody. Okay. Well, I feel like there's some special training for sports writers to make sure they're absolute assholes. Doesn't seem like there's sports writer asshole training, because there's so many asshole sports writers. Not all of them. I think a lot of them skip the training or they, they forget to go. But this, this to me is really something I'm not unused to seeing. Uh, his tweet, If you choose to celebrate Bobby Hull without mentioning <laughs> everything that led to his legacy becoming forever tarnished, you need to reprioritize. That's what I was saying yesterday. That's Fuck all I saw. you. Yeah. And a dead spin. Bobby Hull dead at 84. Good riddance. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Fuck you. You know, Bobby Hull, okay, I, I, I'm very aware that, yeah, there were some very uh, unsettling things about Bobby Hull as time went on, but he does have a family, he does have a friend, he does have friends, mm-hmm. a lot of sports people really loved watching him play. We know he's flawed, but I don't think, was yesterday the day to of course not. Never tell is. people that, you better talk about how his legacy became forever tarnished, or you need to reprioritize yeah. That's how we remember people now, by the worst things they've done. So uh, I saw somebody under, I was looking at comments underneath, which, which were mostly ragging on him, I think. But a lot of people were going, oh, so when Kobe died, did you cover all of, uh, all that? and I'm thinking, no, I bet he did. Of course he didn't. Um, I'd love to check, though. But I have a feeling he did not uh, make certain that everyone mentioned his rape trial or his rape case. You're no. talking about In his fact, R.I.P. the girl who did got hammered. Was that Taylor Lorenz? She got just smoked on social media for doing so. Well, I think, Kobe, I think it was Felicia um, Sanmez, maybe. Oh, yeah. Kobe was so beloved sense. that people just didn't, weren't having it. Like, fuck you. We're, we're crushed. This is a shock. The guy's like, what, 41 years old or something? Yeah. Why is that the first thing that comes to your mind? You just want to shit on people. I well, think it's a like sports know, writer's training. Paul was 83, so he's at the end of his life anyway. Is that going to be the defense? Yeah, it wasn't surprising, so we might as well make sure to prioritize his mistakes. Can't wait to find out anyway, what Cindy Williams did. 
And I noticed that Has anyone uh, gone through Cindy Williams' old tweets? <laughs> I don't think so. Did you ever hang out with Scott Bayo? I saw that Greg Wachin- with Greg Wachinski, Steve Costan would be in big trouble because he has a Facebook post talking about how much he loved the- watching the Golden Jet no. play for the Blackhawks. And Steve did not mention everything that led to his legacy becoming forever tarnished. I'm kidding, Steve. But you didn't. You did not mention all those things. Steve was just like, oh, Bobby, oh, my God, I love watching him play. What a slap shot. He was an incredible player. He was but- ripped, man. He was. Remember that picture of him farming in the offseason? Oh, he was badass. Yeah. He was a total badass. Look at this picture here. <laughs> he is so insanely ripped that I, I believe I should be a hockey player and or farmer to get this physique. I wonder what the uh, last all-white offense was in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Bobby Hull. <laughs> yeah. Man, he's really ripped. I'd hate to be assaulted by him. I, th- I think he was in a few fights, not many. I don't think anybody messed with Bobby Hull. Well, There's I pictures just, I just of Gordy, too. Like the picture of Gordy fishing with Look his shirt Gordy. off. He's Holy just yeah, he's ripped. Guns. <laughs> his, I've always thought his head doesn't match his physique. I've always thought that about yeah, Gordy Howe. I don't know why. It looks like it's been put on him. It does. Like, that's the wrong head. It does. I think it's because, I, I don't know, maybe it's the, the baldness pattern on him. I don't know. Uh, I think it's his neck. <laughs> <laughs> actual audio, Gordy Howe. Yeah. And here's actual audio of his wife. You're bald, you're bald, you're bald, you're bald. <laughs> So then there's the guy, the Albany State football coach, who has to <laughs> Oops. take away the scholarship from the kid who was supposed to have a scholarship at Florida. Then they recruited a better quarterback and got him there, and he he lips he lip sync along to something yes. with the N-word. Yes. I think that's uh-huh. pretty much what he did. And so, I mean, it's one N-word, one stupid song. Uh, 17-year-old stupid kid, because 17-year-olds do dumb shit. They pulled the scholarship, and most... I Actually, I I called Evan, because Evan went to Florida. He's a huge football fan. He said, oh, that guy doesn't matter. We, we got a better guy to sign exactly. after exactly. him, so he's exactly. just, you know, collateral damage. It was like an opportunity. So he apparently is a very good quarterback. Albany State signs him, and then somebody, I guess the president of the university, just did not like this at all. You know, the thing that sucks about this, I'm being serious here, Albany State had a real chance to, like, show some compassion. Yeah. And and actually improve their football team and, you know, show a little bit of forgiveness instead. They look absolutely just terrible in this. Because he's okay until somebody pointed out that they didn't like it. Now he's just bad again. Well, this guy, um, he apologized in ev- in every way you can apologize to the University of Florida. Mm-hmm. And really, I thought, took it like a man, said all the right things, did the work. I don't know if he did the work. He lip-synced along with a fucking song. Anyway. He, he said on here, um, Quinn Gray, the Albany State head football coach, he apologized for his decision to, quote, speak with a student that did not meet your expectations. Yeah. Who Speak is, with him? He apologized for speaking, speaking with him. Who who is who is your expectations? Are you talking the, about the, uh, fans? the Rams. Rams, the Rams uh, community. Since when do coaches care about fan expectations? Fans don't care either. The fans are probably excited as hell they got a good quarterback they wouldn't have normally gotten. Yeah. Yeah, no, the the conversation the the apology is so over the top. Um let's see, wait, where did I start? ASU expects excellence. The president has made it clear that my actions did not meet the standard. 
Let me start with a humble apology, an apology for not honoring the tradition and history of ASU and for letting many of you down. I didn't uphold the the Ramley, that's the family, the, the Rams, the Ramley <laughs> standard. Oh, really? Stupid. That's what it says. That I know you expect. Please know that my decision to speak what? with a student that did not meet your expectations was unacceptable. I only wanted the best for our team, athletes, and institution when I invited the student to visit ASU. As I say to our players, there's a consequence to every action. My actions did not meet the standard. It was never my intent to misrepresent what... ASU stands for, nor to ignore the rich history of this institution. I am fully committed to the university's mission of supporting academic excellence and student success. Being accepted into the Ramley is something that you have to earn. The Ramley <laughs> should, should, apo- should apologize for saying Ramley. That makes it sound so much Childish. dumber. Yes. The Ramley embodies the spirit, authenticity, and love forged from the toil of giants before me. We we're talking about Albany State yeah, here. Name, uh, name the best Albany State football player. My actions caused you to question my commitment to our institution and our ancestors. As the consequences go, I hope to find a way back into the Ramley. God. What the fuck? And I think there's one uh, one more paragraph. Um. Gray was reached out to confirm whether Stokes still has the offer. Oh, no, that's the front part. I guess. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. <laughs> Ramley. Oh, my God. God, I, don't you really want um, a team in Albany State's like uh, conference, whatever the conference they're in, to bring this kid in and just have him light up the Ramley, <laughs> have him start a game, throw for like six awesome. touchdowns, 500 yards, <laughs> just take the Ramley apart. Um, then uh, let's see. There was a story about, um, delightful story about Olivia Dunn's new competition. Oh, yeah. Somebody else is capable of gathering a boner army. Hmm. And it's an outkick. It's a story about, uh, is Nebraska pole vaulter Jess Gardner the next Olivia Dunn? And Nice nice story. They sort of imply that it's like, you know, as the new superstar college athlete. But no, you mean that has a boner army. Yeah, the next because hot influencer. She has a lot of followers. Nothing like Olivia Dunn. No, you know who it should be? It should be. Have you seen Dak Prescott? There's a lot made about... Dak breaking oh. up his fiance. Oh, I saw his, his new girlfriend. Yeah. Do you oh see where she God. goes to school and she's an athlete? Where? LSU. Really? Yes. They are building a boner army down there. Just can you look up and see if she has a boner army? She must. She's a she's a I think she puts I think she's a, under shame. I think she's a swimmer, right? Yes. Yeah. Name is um, Jaden Janicht. That's a stupid name. <laughs> I think this girl <laughs> why? <laughs> why the hell? This, this girl could get a lot closer to Olivia Dunn, but she's going to have to skank out more. She does not skank out like Olivia Dunn does. She lip sync songs, oh, well, which is dumb. just so dumb. dumb. And like she does last Christmas in her pajamas, which is kind of nice. And then she had one to Strawberry Fields. I was like, hey, a Beatles song. But she, she's frowning. She's making a face at this guy. It's kind of funny, actually, who is saying he's an it's a stupid-looking guy, like an ugly-looking guy, maybe close to her age, who says, uh, you can't all be future MILFs and DILFs. Some of you are going to age terribly. What? She's making a face at this guy on the other half of the screen. Oh, and, okay, great. And, and also, I think if she invested in some breast implants, it would be a very good investment. Just financially speaking, I think she would make her money back and then about <laughs> a million times. Well, I mean, isn't it hard to have a boner army when you're a pole vaulter? 
I mean, track and field, that doesn't really, it's not conducive to the boner well, neither army. Neither gymnastics. It has nothing to do yeah, with Yeah, but you're sport. in an arena, so you're really close to the action. Um, I think those boners would show up to watch her pole vault. Plus, you know, her top might come off or slip down or something. <laughs> you never know. She might get penetrated by the pole. Oh. Oh, Brandon. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Brandon, couple, hey. A couple people were thinking it. And hit, digging hit, it. Please hit the uh, golden voice jingle or something. <laughs> get us out of this mess. I wish I had it. There is still one more sports story that I... Wait, do you see, do you see the pictures of... Jay, is that... Uh, yeah, that's yeah. Dak's girlfriend? Yeah. Wow. So that now, did they is, meet... Uh, just in case you forgot, and of course all the comments are... Okay, wow. Oh, Dak is so lucky. I'm at a loss for words. Damn, girl. Go ahead. Oh, man. Fire, fire, fire. I mean, it's just... Oh, my all God, I'm so in love with you. Fucking cliche. Uh, excuse me, ma'am. We show us Dak Prescott's wiener. Girl crush. She's Whoa. pretty hot. Can we see more comments? Yeah, there. I mean, there's not oh that much. Oh my god! Mm. Oh, shut up! This is so hot. Blessing my TL timeline. <laughs> Blessing my timeline. Stunner! Oh my god! god. <laughs> World so fucked. Ooh. I wish you would ride me like a cowboy. <laughs> she is really. He's quite smoking. I still like Olivia better. I think she, Olivia's prettier than she is, isn't she? Well, this I, I will say uh, Jane's uh, thicker, right? Or yeah. Curves. Yeah. She's a she a swimmer or a diver. Ooh, there's a thong up my butt crack. <laughs> that's a big what? ass, but what? that that's a this? good thing, right? What is this comment? Reporting, <laughs> reporting this, <laughs> reporting it to what for who? That person should be canceled immediately. I'm gonna report you. You're so stunning. Can people stop saying stunning? Oh, God. <laughs> Poop comes out of there. Oh, stop. <laughs> I'll drink your bath water. You're such a good swimmer. I'll be your toilet paper. Oh, oh. Can I have a shot of your toilet water? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> mm, I want to be your tampon. That's so wrong. Gorge. Oh, I want to spray like your bidet. If you ever need your car clean, what? give Mike's detailing service a call. What? Check should out the we, should link Should we call below. Mike's detailing service? Yeah, I think service. we should. That's pretty. That's a, that going into her DMs like that. That's a cheap shot. <laughs> is it? Is it? Or is it brilliant? Call, yeah, it's kind of brilliant. Kind of brilliant. Well, we're gonna give him some attention. Can you see the uh, number there, Brandon? I can't. All right, I'll write I don't see a phone number. It says make an appointment. It's, it's up there. What's her name again? Jaden, right? Jaden? Yeah. Jaden, what's her last name? Janich. I just want to find out if everyone's aware of this at Mike's Detailing Service. <laughs> tell, tell him you were referred to, Tell him you got the referral from the ass picture of, of Dak Prescott's new girlfriend. What's her last name, though? Janich. 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 J-A-N-N-A-S-C. J-A-N-N-A-S-C-H. S-C-H. A-S-C-H, okay. but yeah. A-S-C-H, okay. She puts the ass in Janich. Like I say, Mike's detailing does a pretty good job, though. Look at all that detail. Yeah. Jane Janich, okay, she got a, the pictures on the beach. I hope they're all <laughs> Mike did an amazing job. <laughs> they're in Baton Rouge. Right where Jaden is. Why did this guy post that? That is so bad. 
It's it, Chad. Yeah, and his account's private. He does good work, though. Hello? Uh, hi, is this uh, Mike's detailing? Yes, this is Mickey, Mike White. Oh, okay. Um, I, I was working on behalf of uh, Jaden Janich. She, um, she's an athlete at LSU, and uh, I think it's Chad or somebody had, had put a DM um, in her mm-hmm. Instagram about uh, getting free detailing there. Getting what was it? I'm sorry. Getting some free detailing done there. Oh, um, well, free detailing. We're mobile. De- we're a mobile detailing service. Okay. Well, yeah, it would be to come out and uh, do it mobily, I guess. But uh, we're just wondering what is the what is the value of that service that was offered to Jaden? Oh, uh, it just depends on what the client or the customer wants. We have all our services and. Um, the prices for the services listed online. Okay. Because um, we have different things depending on what they want. Now, were you were you aware that the offer had been made through her DMs? Did somebody let you know over there that uh, she had been offered this? I'm sorry? Had, had someone made you aware of the fact that it says, if you ever need your car clean, give Mike Detailing a call, check out the link below. You can see my work and set up an appointment. And I, I assume that uh, this was some kind of offer to... Uh, because uh, she is an influencer and has quite a bit of influence in the area. And so I assume this was some sort of a quid pro quo. But you were not aware oh, of that. no, no. Is that a typical advertisement? Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. What was it? I mean, do you, does uh, Chad go into the uh, direct messages of some of these influencers to offer them this service very often? Or is this a special occasion? What, the free service? Yeah. No, we don't do free. We don't do free oh, you don't. services. Okay, and who's Chad? Is Chad the owner of the business? Who is it? Is Ch- Chad. Chad Chad works for you guys? Oh no, no, no! This is just my husband and my husband only. Huh? Well, who's Chad? Yeah, Chad Kreider. Chad. Chad and Kreider. Do you know who that Chad is? Chad and Kreider. Or Chad Donk. No. Oh, I think it's Chad Donk Kreider. Believe it or not. Oh, okay. You don't know Chad. No, sir. Okay, well, maybe there's been some kind of confusion. I'm really sorry to take up so much of your time. You've been very kind. Okay, thanks. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye-bye. I I just assumed Chad got work done and was so excited about the work that Mike's detailing did that he had to tell the whole world. I think this is on the comment section of a really hot chick on Instagram. What if it's your husband's fake account? By the way, it is Chad Donkwriter, and I only know that because when you click on his profile, which is private, his bio on there is, I love donks and old schools. I'm into sisters that's on their shit and then some. <laughs> I'm cool outgoing. I like to chill and bout my business. Why is Chad offering free service at the detailing He's place? He's a believer, man. He must have some connection. <laughs> so ridiculous. I, think it's, wait, I think we found a sock account. Why don't we? Yeah, probably. <laughs> so but, too. but why don't we start doing this? Why don't we just start That's comment, a great idea. Listen to the show. <laughs> Put links all over Hot Chick's comment sections. Well, she is. Uh, her Instagram seems to be full of pictures of only her. Except you notice the recent ones are not as skanky. I don't oh, know what why. happened? Oh, is that because Dak has laid I, down I the law? I think so, yeah. Can we go back a couple months before pre-Dax and see what they look like? She's deleted quite a few. She's gotten rid of she? a bunch. What? Yeah. She doesn't need a boner army anymore. She's got a boner quarterback. Now's the time to get the boner. Now's, now's time to replenish the boner army because she's with Dak Prescott. No, she'll she'll ramp it up when he dumps her. Wait, so Chad probably found her through and said, look, I want you to get rid of that shit. <laughs> you don't need that shit. You're better than that. I know it's how I found it, but you're better than that shit. 
<laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Instagram's the worst. Happy birthday! <laughs> Age doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> what? Okay. I'm obsessed. Sexy mama. Is she a mother? No. <laughs> of course <Okay>. not. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else said hot mama. Beautiful, my tiger. Goddess. Lame. Oh, these people, what did the, did she say it's my birthday on her post? Uh, no, I, well, maybe she did. Go back. We get a law passed for people to shut up about their own birthdays. The, the comment, or the post says, do birthdays in quarantine count? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, some of these, hey, give Dak some good slop for us. Oh. <laughs> what does that mean? And who's us? <laughs> You don't look like an athlete. Your hips are huge. <laughs> this, this, this is pre- Dex pregame meals better be on point next year. What the fuck? You are such assholes. Oh my god! No matter, no matter what you have to remind him, winning is everything. Just don't drain him from sex all day. He needs maximum energy possible on game day for the best performance. So, anyway, take care of him and welcome to Cowboy Nation. So this person, she's nothing but a home for Dak Prescott's penis. Yes, she's nothing but Dak's current friction. <laughs> and then cum dumpster. Ricardo Vision doesn't like her. Hey. Make Dex stop throwing interceptions. <laughs> yeah, like she has oh my god. <laughs> this is a great Wowza in my trousers. <laughs> god people. <laughs> oh boy. Well, um, let's see. Do I have any other sports objections? This has been a productive category. Um well, a the couple other, other sports the, stories, actually. Yeah, the one that I wanted to mention real quick is from a listener who is across the pond, the uh, the Lake St. Clair. Oh, that was one of the other ones, Brandon. Thank yeah, you. over in Chatham, Kent, where yeah. they, they have a you know a new, I think it's a minor league or independent league, inter-county baseball league team, and they're all geeked about it. They, they named the team, and that area is known for you know the common blackbird, and so they decided to name it the Chatham Blackbirds. And everything is great. Um, it's kind of a lame nickname. Except uh, Blackbirds is racist. So after three days, they, they have to, they've decided to, to drop the name. They're now unnamed. Oh, my God. Because Blackbird. Wait till they watch Apple TV. There's that show called Blackbird. They're going to hate that. Who complained about the name? No, it, it doesn't really get into who was bitching about it. I thought it. they had a new nickname in the story. I didn't see it. Yeah, because it was it was even dumber. Um, Turns out the uh, community feedback outlined the derogatory use of the term blackbird because uh, blackbird and blackbirding is okay. extremely racist. Because everything in this world is about race. Even Canada, who's known for their huge slave trade. Can somebody tell me what blackbirding is? I've never heard that term. Do we have to change the name of the common blackbird? Because Maybe. that's a bird. It's when you coerce people uh, to work as slaves. Really? You trick them in. Since Blackbirding? When? Since yesterday? No one's ever heard that term. Nobody. Well, you know, sometimes the, when you do learn some history, it becomes even more confusing because I remember when, the, when blackface came up, and I don't remember well, when I, it was. I, I would just say my response to that is, well, b- blackbird can also mean other things as well. So, Like? Like an actual blackbird. Uh, yeah, that's what <laughs> I would think of. I mean, call me naive. Uh, anyway, and when this 
thing came up about what's wrong with blackface. This is a long time ago, not like Megyn Kelly, like further back. And it was all about minstrel shows, the minstrel shows that, you know, white people were. And so anyway, it was kind of like, oh, okay. I mean, I knew I, I would never have worn blackface. I knew it was wrong. I didn't really know the specifics of it. But, but anyway, people started pointing out that, but that person isn't having a minstrel show. They're dressed up as so-and-so for Halloween. And it always seems that, yeah, but uh, because of minstrel shows, it's, there's no context. It's just off, done, over. I'm sure someone will wear blackface, though. I don't know who it'll be or what it'll be for, but it'll probably be for Halloween. Yeah, it'll, it'll be done again. What's, uh, what's the song Blackbird about, the Beatles song? <gasps> They're racist. Uh, actually, it is about race. That's what I was going to say. About, yeah. It's about, about being civil racist, rights in the right? 60s. Yeah. It's, oh. it's about flying, I flying really free. Want the surviving members of the Beatles better they better pay up because that's that's bad. But no, but they're acknowledging that it's about racial relations. Yeah, in a, in a positive way, Yeah, I think. Unless someone comes up with some reason why it's I mean, not, or until someone comes up with a reason I why it's the, not. I think the, only thing anybody, the thing anybody knows about Blackbird is that Maz hates that song. Yeah, that's Which makes Mass racist because it's a pro uh, race yeah, relations. Exactly, song. he should be canceled. Cancel <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, oh, I, do I want Taron Edgerton and Paul Walter Hauser and Ray Liotta canceled because they were in Blackbird. Um, that's um, just wrong what they did. There was also um, the Lenny Dykstra tweet that was of the guy at the Eagles celebration who is standing on something that looks like a photo hut. It's just a little building. You know, everyone has to get up high. So, I'm the vertically highest fan at the celebration. And he pulls his pants and his underwear down to reveal the world's smallest micro penis. Yeah, it's pretty tiny. Not and a he's waving in sight. He's waving his arms like he's flying. Oh, it's a bird with the smallest penis now. Look how happy he is, dude. Oh, he's so psyched. Nobody's, it looks like he's, is he half hard? No, is that little thing half no, hard? It's just, no, it's I think just, he's cold. Yeah. I think he's turtling. Cause that, <laughs> yeah. It's like a button. <laughs> Holy hell. I was in the pool. Like Boy, it looks like, he sh- looks like he shaved for the parade. Oh, oh he he's is. totally shaved from head to toe. <laughs> yes. He definitely owns a Manscaped 4.0. And that thing gets a lot of use. <laughs> anyway, Lenny Dykstra um, is talking, at least he got him talking about strawberry dongs again, because he said... Um, let's see, his tweet was, it's safe to assume the police will not misidentify him as Daryl Strawberry. Ha, oh, because of dongs, yeah. Yeah. You know um, what that guy said when he pulled down his pants? What? I can't believe I'm bald. Down there. <laughs> you didn't know he shaved down there. Is there, there's no fluffing involved, is there? No. No, I didn't think so. I'm not sure fluffing would have helped him that much. Is it, would it be better if he was just rock hard? I think that'd be worse. That would be worse. Right? It would be, yeah. What? In the long run. You know that guy's walking around today going, fucking should have been hard. God damn it. Should have fluffed. Should have fluffed. No, you should have fluffed yeah, at least. But I, sports celebrations, is that maybe the truest, lowest common denominator oh, in terms great. of a gathering? It is so great, isn't it? Yes. Did it, you see the guys fall through the... Uh, yeah. They fell through the bus stop, awesome. which has this glass ceiling enclosed thing. And, of course, everyone has to get on the roof. Oh, he's up on the roof. I want to be on the roof, too. Oh, my God, there's two people. I want to be on the roof of the bus stop because then we're higher than almost everyone else. Oh, I want to be on the traffic light because then I'm higher than the people on the bus stop. And then the people always get up there and then don't know what to do. They have no plan. At least this guy had a plan, and it was to show his tiny yeah. dick to all of Philadelphia and now the world. 
Oh, there they go. <laughs> Through the glass roof. All of them. <laughs> Play that again. Play I didn't again. see that. Oh, you haven't seen that one? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, they're fine. After all, it's Eagles like, are going to the Super Bowl. There's like 25 people on this little glass roof. <laughs> I know. Who would have thought, thought that would have broke? <laughs> oh, man. There are a bunch of guys climbing the poles. And, yeah. Right. I want to be the vertically highest <laughs> fan. Why do people have to climb things? What is that? I mean, <laughs> I'll tell you why. These aren't six-year-olds or ten-year-olds. Because there's nothing else going on. It's just a mob of people in the road, and nobody knows what to do. So let's climb something. Does it look like fun to you? Uh, not particularly. I just, yeah, I just see people. Oh, dude! If the Lions go to the Super Bowl, yeah, and I'm outside, yeah, I'm gonna cause a ruckus. Oh, Brandon's a member of the I'm gonna pull down my pants. My micro penis is gonna pop out. It'll be completely shaved. You're going to drive all the way to downtown? Just for that, yeah. And then I'm going to give the video specifically to Lenny Dykstra so he can tweet it out. I can't remember. When we were in college, there was some game Michigan won and people flooded into the streets. And I, just remember, I just remember going, now what? <laughs> because what do you do? <laughs> yeah. you're, you're celebrating, right? And, you know, high fives with strangers, whatever. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's society getting together, I suppose, but nothing happens, and then everyone just slowly disperses. That's how my friend uh, Danny found Hotsy Totsy in Chicago, the bar that oh, yeah? is such a mystery because uh, That's right. we, we, we found out from going there over and over that there's never more than six people in the bar. Usually there's less than six. Usually we would make it like four or five. Mm -hmm. And so we would text each other, you know, if I happen to be in town or if he happened to be in the area, he would just check in, and we would always go... Uh, Hotsi Totsi has nine people right now. <laughs> and it was never, I think the most, the record was 17. And so we thought, is it mob run? What is it with Hotsi Totsi? Probably. It was so weird. And, and uh, the one time the, the bartender wouldn't serve us until the TV show he was watching went into a commercial. Oh. Well, so we're waiting like five or six minutes. There's no one in the bar except for us and one other guy. What was he watching? It was a sitcom. Did you guys get into it while you were watching it? Was it Laverne and Shirley? It, it could have been. Um, no, actually, we were late for the Cub game, so we were watching uh, the Cub game on another TV, and this guy had this this crappy black and white with, like, crummy vertical hold, <laughs> and he <laughs> watching something else like, dick. But it was really a total mystery. But the reason he got ever found Hotsy Totsy was because he was in the streets when the Bulls won the championship on the road, mm -hmm. And the cops are telling people either get in, get go in somewhere or leave, or you're getting arrested if you're on the street. So every bar was like, nope, we're full. And so he found the Hotsi Totsi, or I found Hotsi Totsi, and there was nobody in there. There were like 20 people in there at the most. Every other place was full. No one could get in. People were desperate to find some place to party. And turned out Hotsi Totsi was his savior. So that's how it. And look at what you guys found out. I know, we did great. Yeah, Years I got actual, of entertainment. got actual audio of you guys trying to call for a reservation there. Let's see. Bennett. Hello, Ben. What number do you want? There's a two bar, right? Yes. Let's read the bed, please. Hotsy Totsy. Ben. Dover, I predict. Yeah. Of course. Anybody named Ben? Ben. The graphics are great on this. Ben. Well, nobody's name is Mr. Dover. Dover's last name is. Who is it? Last name is Dover. Van Gover. Van Gover. Not here. That voice. Fuck 
much have you been, though? It's like, fuck it. He gets to repeat it. He won't even be there. there. He loves saying that. I, I always love that. You won't even be there, which then escalated to. I was there. Where were you? <laughs> I remembered the dumb game that flooded the streets in 1994 when Michigan beat Notre Dame with a Remy Hamilton field goal at the end of the game. Was that early in the season? Must yeah, have been, right? Yeah. So why did anybody flood the streets to, when they were 2-0? and It makes no sense. Of course, they had finished 8-4 you know, and four that year. That's weird. Yeah. Like I said, no one knew what to do. 92, was that a Gary Muller year? 94. I think it was Gary's last year. Oh, oh okay. Uh, that reminds me, the uh, Michigan State guy who was the tunnel, the main tunnel participant, yeah. mm-hmm. today he plead to misdemeanor assault, and he has, I think, a year of probation, probation. and 80 hours of community service, and <laughs> the worst he has part to about apologize it. to the guy. That's, Ooh. that's good, right? Well, I would think he would apologize anyway. That's a fair. That's a fair thing. I didn't know they could sentence you to, a, to an apology. <laughs> <laughs> but um, there was, when's Michigan going to the Holocaust Museum? They already went. No, they didn't. You guys no, they did it. not. They no, did not no, go. they did not go. What are you talking about? Go. They no. We have someone watching at all times. <laughs> <laughs> there probably is someone watching. No, there is. They're never going. What are you talking about? Uh, they better go. You mean big trouble? Well, uh, okay, so you've got our... Oh, the other RIP, I didn't mention this. Barrett Strong, who was a writer uh, who wrote a lot for Motown. He wrote Money. Oh, wow. I mean, how many people have covered Money? He wrote... I heard it through the grapevine. He wrote Papa Was a Rolling Stone and War, which was a huge hit. Hmm. I mean, to me, that's almost... That might be the more enduring celebrity death yesterday. He was 81 years old. Yeah, why is this getting more covers than Cindy Williams? I don't know. Racism, obviously. (laughs) But I like his version of money. This is it, yeah. The original. I don't know if this is a hit or not. Reminds me. I like money. Your love uh, why was Shanna Mochler's daughter? Did she use black people as props for her TikTok? She did a TikTok where she's lip syncing. Yeah. And there are black girls behind her lip syncing as well. Yeah, they're her props. So for using them as props, <laughs> she's in trouble? I guess. Yeah, that was the story. <laughs> she responded too. Didn't she respond in a real shitty way? I mean, my big takeaway. My big takeaway from the video. By the way, is, her stomach is fat. Why is she wearing a crop top? That was my big takeaway from the video. She looks terrible. TikTok's so stupid. So, are these black girls angry? Were they forced no, they're to her do this? Friends. No, they were paid to be props. Ugh. Well, does she ever sing back? Oh my God! What I know. That is brutal. She didn't get her dad's jeans. She does look a lot like your mom. I, you know, I don't ever recall. Uh, and there's always exceptions, but it seems like there are so many people that wear minimal clothing that, that should not be 
Yeah. I mean, that's just like, that's not a good look. That's not good. I mean, maybe you feel free and all the things that you like about it, but it's not a good look. It's not helping you. The other reason she was getting shit was, <laughs> this is so dumb. The song she was lip syncing to is about popping perks, perk sets. And so people are like, you're supposed to be a model to young people. And I'm like, she is? She is? Alabama Mokler? Shanna really? Mokler's kid? Yeah. Really? Alabama Barker, whatever the fuck her last name is. I'm like, she's supposed to? If, if anybody should be singing about popping perks, let her do it, because nobody cares what she says. Hey, did you know that Shanna Mokler's boyfriend makes more money than Shanna Mokler? <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've heard. I've, uh, just ask him. I make more money than her, by the way. Why did he say that? Because he's an asshole. It's so oh, weird. Asshole. She's a fucking whore. I don't, I don't think he makes more money than her either. I would like a W-2. I would like to challenge him. <laughs> well, what does he do? He's a model. He's a model. Right? Yeah, he's, he's a model. model. He, gets hard, he gets like a thousand likes, though. He hides his likes now. Do you think uh, he means like in the last taxable year? Or does he mean because <laughs> he's there gaming all yeah, time? Yeah, there's a caveat somewhere. It's yeah. a good question. Yeah. <laughs> the last paycheck you mean more. Oh, boy. So we uh, we were on the Hall of Financial Hotline earlier uh, with a surprise call to Mike's detailing, but uh, always want to give credit to the Hall of Financial Hotline. And we do use it because sometimes I forget. And we might want to use the Hall of Financial Hotline again because we have a very important story oh, yeah. um, about a penis, a disembodied penis that has been located at a gas station. Yeah. Now, there's probably some guy in the emergency room like Bobbitt and... Looking I mean, around for his dick. This is Lorena chucked it. Uh, Lorena type chucked it there. Yeah, this is an the unclaimed station. wiener, really. So far, yeah. It's uh, it was found at six a.m. Monday morning at this uh, intersection at the gas station. Now there's two gas stations at the intersection, so I'm not sure which one it is. Um, someone just found a dong while they're right. filling up their tank. We'll gather some intro music up, and um, I'm going to mention Zot Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. They love this time of year. Because people are fired up for some new wheels. Whether you're looking to lease or buy a new whip, head to Zot Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram now. Plus, the crew at Zot has the best Google rating and pricing in the D. And speaking of the best, Zot's inventory is one of the largest around, so you're sure to find the car of your dreams in stock and ready to go. If not, Jeff Schneider or Thad Zot will custom order your new wheels and get you exactly what you want. So check out Ram Power Days at all three Zot locations, Highland, White Lake, and New Hudson. You can lease a new 22 Ram 1500 at $449 a month. Or a new 22 Jeep Compass for just $299 a month. And when you order a new vehicle, get $500 in Mopar accessories. There's no better place to turn in your lease than Zot, because all the extra equity from your current vehicle gets put down to lower your payment on the new one. Get details, surf their sexy inventory at Deals in the D. Legacy Partners, so many people we hear from who save money because they get a bid from Legacy on their home insurance, on their auto insurance, on their business insurance. On any kind of insurance, Legacy does it all. And if you're uh, getting towards Medicare age, they will help you navigate Medicare. Uh, and I need that help myself, as I know a lot of other people do. They're independent. That's why they're able to get these quotes, because they shop all the carriers for your insurance to find you the best deal. Uh, call 586-209-4106 for Legacy Partners. 586-209-4106. And Lady Jane's, be sure to punch our logo if you hop into Lady Jane's for a haircut. It's an award-winning experience, and you can register for a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to win a down payment for your dream home, courtesy of Lady Jane's. They're open seven days a week at Lady Jane's. Walk in anytime. They've got very convenient hours for you. The wickedly awesome Lady Jane's. 
Mm-hmm. All right. Got some, um, some call music. We've got two gas stations, this penis. We're not sure if it's at one or the other. I guess a little confusion in the yeah, they listings. Don't, they don't tell you which gas station it was, just one at an intersection. You going to ask for it back? No. Thank God it wasn't that guy from Philly. They never find it. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> what? We're sorry. You have reached a number that... What if that guy's been identified, the, the small penis guy? Oh, you know his friends have identified him. Yeah, you would think so. <laughs> you would think the internet would just put it to him. We not dox the tiny dick guy at the... the no, I, I agree. There's no need to. He, We were entertained by it. Was this song popular? Detachable Penis? Yeah. I don't know how many plays it got. But it was kind of a hit, wasn't it? I think Beavis and Butthead talked about oh, it, so they? it got big, yeah. It's almost got five million streams. Okay, that's a lot. What kind of gas station is this? One's a shell, one's a sit-go. Oh, and they just had a gas station on the corner of? Yeah. What? They find a penis so they can't answer the phone? Usually people at gas stations are so informative, too. <laughs> They're great. <laughs> had great conversations with them. Hello? 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 What? Wow, that was weird. bizarre. It's the longest between rings I've ever heard. That was a world record. We're being sent to voicemail? There's one more number here that I have. That... I might as well try it. We've tried the rest. While you're doing it, I'll mention Luke and Wacky because if you're facing a big financial decision like buying a new home, a new car, or anything, it's important to know how this decision could affect your current and future financial goals. Hello? Oh, Luke Nowak and his team at MFC Pinnacle Wealth Strategies can help you plan all your financial goals both today and into the future. Call Luke for help at 248-663-4748. It's never too late to work on a plan, a financial plan that aligns with your goals. It's a complimentary consultation with Luke Nowacki. And remember, Security Investment Advisory Services offered through Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated. Remember, FINRASIPC, Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated is separately owned and other entities and our marketing names, products, servants, reference here are independent of Royal Alliance Associates. Touchable penis. Touchable penis. It's pretty catchy. How come gas stations aren't answering their phones, man? Busy uh, scouring the area for Peni. What state is this in? Alabama. Should we call Mike from Alabama to come? (laughs) (laughs) We haven't talked to him in a while. Hi, this is Mike. I don't answer no Cobby Bay. What? Hello? Cobby Bay. Later on. Way to have your number listed as a gas station. This uh, your number is listed as a gas station, so you might want to get yeah get that corrected, please. It's very confusing to hear a a young person uh, playing with the phone when you're trying to call a gas station with something important. Thank you. Please correct it. Wow. I guess he's pumping somebody. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I stack gas station stories? <laughs> Why not? Which you would think you would have gas station stories. There was a story last week about a speedway uh, outside Orlando, Disney Springs, where $2,000 was stolen because an overnight employee got tricked by someone on the phone 
just like that McDonald's oh, uh, come on. documentary. He got tricked by a fraudster who called up and was like, uh, yeah, I'm in charge of uh, all speedways, and uh, I need you to go into the safe and take all the money and put it into the cryptocurrency machine. <laughs> <laughs> so it was October. It was last October. A store employee named Eric was working overnight. He got a call at 3 a.m. for someone claiming to be his boss's boss. Eric! Because, you know, boss's <laughs> bosses usually call at 3 a.m. Of course. Uh, the guy said there's a FedEx delivery uh, for an upcoming fire marshal inspection, which I don't know what you could possibly need for that. Is it easy to get money out of a Bitcoin machine? Oh, yeah. Understand? Yeah, because okay. you direct it to the wallet as far as, I'm, as far as I understood it. Um, and the guy that was working there knew how to do this? Well, no, that's where it gets tricky. Okay. But, you know, once you get them on the hook, it's hard to get them off. So Eric wrote down invoice numbers and tracking numbers on a note. The voice then instructed Eric to send a picture of the fire extinguisher to make sure it was still valid, which is a good move because then it seems yeah. like it's somewhat legit. And then he asked for pictures of the safe and all the money that's in the safe. So Eric took pictures and sent it to, quote unquote, his boss's boss. Oh, the voice on the phone said he wanted the money. Again, this is an emergency. This is the Speedway Corporation calling. <laughs> so he first attempted to use his own uh, credit union to to pay this money towards a Mexican bank account. But oh, his Jesus. transaction wouldn't go through because the bank canceled the request. The bank's like, this is bullshit. We ain't sending it. So the suspect then tells Eric he needs to leave the store and go to the nearest bit stop. So he takes all the money from the safe, leaves the speedway unattended, <laughs> just takes off, um, which he was told by the guy on the phone that local law enforcement uh, would monitor the store while he's gone. <laughs> because, you know, they got That's a good one. Stores of Speedway. They have nothing better to do at 3 a.m. So here's the irony of it. A cop showed up at 3.58 to 4, to 5.30 and noticed that the Speedway was unattended. Oh, so he monitored it. So he did monitor it. Okay. So well, that worked out okay. So after he left the store, he went to a mobile gas station, uh, found a Bitcoin ATM, and deposited two grand of, of the Speedway's money into it. And then as soon as uh, that happened, they took it out of that wallet or whatever wallet it went into. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So they must be trying this at gas stations all over the place. I guess. If it worked once. He, uh, this guy had only been working at Speedway for three weeks. <laughs> and he got blown out. Oh. I felt bad for him. Does he have to reimburse Speedway? I, <laughs> the reason he got blown out, though, isn't because of that. It's because he left the store unattended. But he was told to by the boss's boss. The boss's boss. I tell you. How do you negotiate your way through all this BS going on out there? Uh, by the way, as far as news today, I did see that uh, this might have been sort of going on today and yesterday. Memphis has fired two more cops. They fired the white cop, which the stepfather, Tyree's stepfather, kept saying, what about the white guy in the video? Because he came up on the scene later, and there's another yes. cop that was fired. I think there's been firemen fired, too. Uh, it was two EMTs, and I think their supervisor. I don't think they were fired, or were they just suspended? Is that oh. what it was? Well, originally, the two other cops were suspended also. Yeah, because you know now there's this whole uproar of, why weren't they named? Why was the white officer not named? And the police are like, well, because we don't name officers that are on suspension. If they got fired, we named them like we did with the five. They got fired right away. But, of course, nobody accepts explanations for anything. 
Um, I got a lot of email about this and some really thoughtful email. I mean, people really distressed by this. It's just the more you pay attention to it, the more distressing it becomes because people keep shaming it and framing it. And it's just like, sure. what am I, what are we even talking about anymore? But they <laughs> sound like Kirk Herbstreit. <laughs> they included a quote, which he said was from Tyree Nichols mom who said, I hate that it was five black men. And he was really befuddled by that. Like that's just seems so strange that you would even go there when you've lost your kid. Mm -hmm. But, and I, you know, I, I, Gave it some thought too, and it's like, what? It's, what are we talking about? I can't believe that was her first instinct to think that. Oh, I think I, that's I probably framed by the way she's taken in a lot of the things that she's seen. And this is a sad thing too: is she's gonna she's gonna be pulled a bunch of different directions by forces, if you know what I mean. Yeah, and that's sad. Um, Joe Biden called the family and talked to the family, and I thought. If I lost someone in a manner like, would I want to talk to Joe Biden? Isn't Joe Biden calling so Joe Biden can say, I called? Yeah. 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 It's yeah. a big virtue signal. I would not want to fucking talk to Joe Biden. Just like the Helena Hutchins family, they had to deal with Alec Baldwin trying to relieve his own guilt by, oh, I'm going to reassure them. And Remember, he acted like he was their best friend all of a sudden. Uh -huh. How hugged, annoying would that I be? I hugged him. Well, not only did Joe Biden speak with her, but Kamala Harris is going to attend the funeral. Yeah, oh, okay. they, they said four people from the administration, whatever that meant. Along with George Floyd's family, because this is exactly like George Floyd, right? Al Sharpton will give the eulogy, which is another one where I go, wouldn't you want someone who knew Tyree to give the eulogy? I mean, someone taking over this event, it's, yeah. I mean, it is an event now. It's almost like it's politicized already. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would hope the family would be okay with it. Show some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. But when this happens to someone like Tyree Nichols' parents, it's so much bigger than them. You know, can you even make decisions like that? They just probably, I don't know. Maybe they're delighted. Maybe they probably well, are you delighted. Know, you know, you retain Ben Crump, too. You almost kind of expect some of that, right? Yeah. I mean, he was certainly on the scene in no time. I see Ben Crump connected to stuff where I go, wow, how, what's, how's that, would that, why would that involve Ben? And then it's explained to me. Oh, well, of course. Oh, of course. I feel bad for this mom, though, but she, see, she seems really thought out when you hear her talk about him. He seems like a great kid, or seemed like a great kid. No, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't uh, feel worse than, you know, for him, for his family. I mean, it's terrible, but it's just, I don't know, when I saw that Joe Biden call, not that Joe Biden's any different than any other president, because any president would call, mm -hmm. but, and I never used to think this way, but now it's like, I don't know, I'm just trying to imagine, like, getting a call from the president. Most people who are just regular people, they're probably free, oh my God, the fucking president? Oh, probably not. It would never even cross their mind that they don't have to take the call. Yeah, they're probably not as cynical as us too. <laughs> Maybe they not. Actually, appreciate it more. And you know, all the all the stupid commentary continues. Uh, Van Jones, who is probably just having a ball with this. Uh, it's hard to imagine five cops of any color beating a white person to death. I don't know why. It's not you know, necessarily three, true. Three hundred seventy-two white people were killed by police. If would. The media even cover it? Does the media cover it when police... I, has there been a big story about police killing a white person? Because it does happen. It happens more than anyone else. There hasn't one that gains media attention the way 
this one does. I can't think of one. I, I think I told you a couple weeks ago, I saw a video of three cops pummeling this guy who was a white guy. And that was kind of the point of the post was, look how little interest there is in this story. And, you know, people had all these sarcastic remarks underneath. And um, I think it had about 10,000 views, but it was really a big nothing. And the guy did, I don't think the guy died, though. I mean, I think he was beaten up. But um, anyway, it's just like, I, the more I read about it, the, the more unsettled I get. It's like, I should just not even pay attention. I should just turn off the TV for a few days. Seeing a person get beat to death is pretty, pretty shocking. Oh, yeah. No, it is. And then, but it's not just seeing him beaten to death. It's everything else. Well, it becomes a little bit of a circus, yeah. And then um, and this then afternoon, people, I people just... People forget that a 29-year-old father was beaten to death. I glance at um, the, the leading stories this afternoon, not long before I came down, and there's a story about a cop, the cops shooting dead a double amputee yeah. as he tries to run away on his stumps. Yeah. That, that was, was the headline. Yeah, and the video is... <laughs> Fucking wild! It's no, here, a guy with no legs running away from police with a huge knife in his hand. Yeah, here, here's the part that I that was not in the headline, was that the guy who tried to run away from the police on his stumps had just stabbed a person, mm -hmm. and he was holding a butcher knife. Mm -hmm. um, and when the police approached, he jumped out of his chair, at which point they tased him twice. Which apparently didn't have any effect. Uh, I think the officer said the taser was ineffective. I don't know if he meant the taser or just the tasing was ineffective. Um, then they go on to tell us that he lost the lower parts of his legs in an altercation with police in Texas. Now, I don't know what he did in Texas. They cut his legs off? No, he was shot. I guess he was shot in the legs. Okay. I, I, don't, you know, I, don't, know, I don't even know what that, there really wasn't much detail available about that. So, um, so I'm like, my head is just spinning, and I go to the comments, and the comments were pretty much, let's see, there were really two basic comments. One, one point of view is that a man with stumps and a butcher knife versus three cops with guns, how big a threat is he? And the second one is the person he just stabbed is the victim. They don't really give a shit about him. It's like he just stabbed someone and he has a butcher knife. Then actually there, were, there was a third school of thought that was rather popular, which was uh, why do they have to shoot him eight times, which always comes up. And by the way, this question has never been discussed. Question, it nev the conversation never comes up because the police are trained to eliminate the threat. In other words, once you shoot, once you've made the decision to shoot, then... Whether that person dies or not is really irrelevant. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying I think it's irrelevant, but that's just the way it's always been done. But we've never really had a discussion uh, in this country about that because we've seen those, you know, where somebody gets shot 41 times or, you know, 20 times or whatever and I uh Regarding a white guy getting beat up by the cops, or was that situation last? And only because this pops up in Twitter threads. And we talked about it too. I don't know if you remember the Arkansas um, deputy sheriffs, they got fired right away because they were beating that guy up. If you saw the video, you'd remember it, but it happened outside a gas station. Let me see, let me see if yeah, I can find the video. Did the guy die? I don't think he died, though. That's that's the difference, I suppose. Damn it. Well, if he doesn't die, it's probably not going to get as much attention anyway. I think when you see the video, you'll remember it. Um, Is the uh, the guy with the stumps 
Is this getting a lot of traction? Is this the next big, big story? Do you remember that now? Just by seeing that video? Um, yeah, I do. The video does not show what happened before the arrest. The Crawford County Sheriff told our CBS affiliate KFSM it started around 11 miles away in Alma, Arkansas. He said Alma police responded to a call but, about a man making terroristic threats. But yeah, it doesn't get nearly the coverage that this one does. Partially because this video isn't as good. I mean, by good, I mean as long it is. Yeah, I, the only part I saw is there's three cops yeah, on not, their knees. A, He's a, squirming every which way and, yeah. you know. Uh, so, oh, the other thing, I just wrote this down. That, <laughs> why, in the, why in the hell? Somebody wants to get into this. Uh, Marjorie Trailer Green actually went there. What about Ashley Babbitt? The girl that was shot on... January 6th. It was like, after she made sure to point out that the cops were black, too. Did you watch the whole clip? I did not, yeah, no. Yeah. I didn't, honestly, she I didn't She didn't even, say it was terrible. I did not realize the cop was black, but it is, it is really no, no, funny. No, 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 no. In Memphis, because they were talking about Memphis, and she pointed that out. Oh, okay. And then pivoted to Ashley Babbitt. Was the cop that shot Ashley Babbitt black? I think so. Oh, okay. So that's From what big, I remember, nothing. Yeah, yeah it's, it is funny when the people who are so typically angry at the police are defending the police. And vice versa. I mean, it's just so, it all gets so silly. Um, and then uh, the other thing, just is at how helpful our leadership is at this time. Because she is, she's a member of the House of Representatives. I mean, you'd think on, that she would be doing something to help. She's back on committees now, too. Um, but Ted Cruz is getting hammered by somebody about apologizing to Paul Pelosi, oh, which he refused to do. Who cares? I know, who you think Paul Pelosi cares? is sitting around waiting for the apology? No, he's not no. going to get it anyway. No, it doesn't mean anything. Which reminds me, Brandon, did you get the picture I sent you? Of which one? Paul Pelosi's house? Yes, and I'm so sick of this. Have you, uh, at the, have you looked at this, though? Have you seen the video? Yeah, over and over and over and over. And okay. I do not see a third person hiding behind the window that police inadvertently didn't see when they went into the house one second later. Yeah, I, I don't really see anyone either, but it was getting, of course, you know, it's getting tweeted oh. and retweeted. and Here it's it is, a shot. Mark. Brandon, are you talking about the one that this, the... Right here. Oh. Uh, uh, there's the window. What's behind it? It looks like a face. No, it doesn't. It could be a fucking picture it's a on the reflection. Yeah, it could be a reflection. There is no third person in it, there. It looks like the ghost from. Uh, is this the one we're? Is the one we were talking about? The ghost from uh, Three Men and a Baby. Exactly. <laughs> I don't see it. True? I do not see anything I there. I looked at it like six times, and I'm like, I what is what is the okay. circle for? Okay, let's see. That, uh, someone's there then. Okay, so what does that mean? He didn't get attacked. I don't know what it means. I have no idea. Uh, was it a threesome gone wrong? Okay, so he didn't get attacked then because he was having a gay threesome? <laughs> <laughs> it make what is the difference? In, no, there's no Well, no, I just here. wanted to know what are they saying is there? A third what person. What is it? I, but where? Behind the door where you can't Who's see him. I don't big see. conspiracy, Drew. Open up your eyes. I expanded it, and I don't see. I see there are gaps in the, it's it's like a window cover, and there's gaps. Yeah. And I see stuff on the wall. You see what and you I want. And I see white you see paint. what you want to see, Drew. I guess so. Nothing. So I guess that. that uh, Sheep. Is that conspiracy getting much traction? It is with our listeners, because they keep sending it in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of funny. There's nothing there. 
Yeah, I think someone sent it to me. I think they tweeted it at me, which is why I was looking at it. I'm like, what am I looking at? Everything has to be a conspiracy. Um, all right, well, something that is not a conspiracy, definitely not a conspiracy, is that uh, Jared Goff is in the Pro Bowl. Barbara. So? <laughs> so is uh, so is Tyler Huntley. <laughs> what does yeah, that I mean? Amon St. Ra and... Uh, Hello, this is Barbara Sewell. Penny, Penny Sewell. Penny Sewell. Yeah. Mm. Aren't you going to play Barbara? The, the Pro Bowl is such a joke. Golf? He's still not the quarterback. I don't care what anybody says. Amen, Barbara. I, Golf? I'm, I'm kind of surprised they even have the Pro Bowl. But I guess people watch it? Yeah, because I remember last year it was like 10 million people watched. That's a lot for TV. Is the new Pro Bowl flag football? Oh, I think you're right. Yeah, if it's not flag football, it might as well be. No, I mean, but this the business of picking the teams, having two caps. What, what the fuck? Um, it's the NFL, so people are going to watch it. But you know, that's the way the NFL gets to have a big party and look nice and fly. Uh, you know, the fans of a season or the teacher of the year or the the citizen of the year or whatever to look like they do a bunch of stuff for the community well, and fly them out to Hawaii. We'll, we'll just go to Hawaii then skip the game. It's just, still in Hawaii, correct? I think. Yeah, I think it's uh, back in Hawaii because it wasn't because of COVID, right? See, I always understood oh. that because Hawaii can never have a you know a professional it's a nice team getaway too. It's a reward. Wait, though that that stadium was condemned though, right? Mm, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where it's played. Nobody knows. Nobody cares about the Pro Bowl. Yeah, I I just know they keep dicking around with it and. By the time the last time I saw them actually playing the Pro Bowl, no one was trying to tackle it's, anyone. It's in Vegas this year. Oh, it is okay. Yeah, you're geez. not. You're not supposed to. Wait, are you not supposed to sack the quarterback in the Pro Bowl? Was that ever? Was that a thing? Yeah, that's a thing. Do you know okay. who the coaches are for the Pro Bowl this year? No idea. Eli and Peyton Manning. Oh my god, brothers are coaching against each other. Oh my god, it's just like the Super Bowl, the Kelsey Bowl. Mark, did you know that two? Yeah, stop what? sending me every fucking story. Every on time, it. every time I come I, across, I, I laugh every time I see a text. <laughs> every time from I come across a uh, Jason and, and Travis Kelsey meme or a story about them being brothers that are playing each other in the Super Bowl, I send it to Mark. I think I've sent him like sixteen in the last two days. You're making me really hate the Kelseys. I still was really surprised that was the first time two black quarterbacks from the Super Bowl. I yeah. I wanted to go back and go. Wait a second, are you sure about that? But. I guess it I is. I guess it makes sense. Yeah. Wait, what? Well, when Tom Brady's the quarterback every goddamn year. Oh, that's true. He's been in 10 Super Bowls. Yeah. Keeping a black quarterback out? <laughs> like He's that actress? Holding back progress. Risenborough or whatever her name oh, is, who yeah. snubbed those black women? Yeah, Andrea Risenborough. I, I can't get over that. Why aren't the other white actresses at fault for snubbing the black actresses? I guess there's an investigation into her nomination. Now. Yes, yes, there is. What? But the the other people that she was competing against, they have big money campaigns to get those people Oscars. They don't just have five people going, hey, she's really good. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, the, or the Academy met to determine if the push behind her nomination violated... Their guidelines, which I would assume means getting <laughs> kickbacks from from the uh, studios. They oh officially God. decided they won't rescind her nomination, but they did discover social media and outreach campaign tactics that caused concern. Campaign tactics. Because once again, they didn't get a kickback from the studio. But people buy advertisements to promote their people. 
This girl I'm, didn't have any money. Her, it was a small movie. It made $28,000. I'm not joking. I don't know about the Oscars, but definitely for the Golden Globes. They pay those people. The Hollywood Foreign Press, they, give, they fucking drown them in gifts and money. By the way, Jimmy Kimmel is hosting the Oscars this year. And I just happened to read at some point today something about Jimmy Kimmel is having the My Pillow guy on his show mm-hmm. to explain how the election was perverted. Yeah. Hasn't he done that before? He's been on there before. Actually, yeah. they're funny. I mean, I was entertained by both of them the last time he was on because they they get along. They're both nice people. Um, but anyway, I was like, wait, so is that the whole show? No, that'll just be his, one of his guests. How's Mr. Mike himself, Mike Lindell. Somehow I can't believe that's going to be enough time for Mike Lindell to make his case. I'm bummed Lindell lost the election to head the RNC. Do you know he was oh, one of the I had, finalists? I had no idea. Yeah. I would never pay attention to who's running the RNC. Who did win, by the way? Uh, Ronna McDaniel. Okay, good for her. All right, there's no, um, there's nothing. No conspiracies in this story. This is an absolutely true story. I started watching Death by Fame on ID. Mm-hmm. And because uh, it looks like one of those shows they spend money on, because some shows are just really cheaply done and they can still be kind of interesting because it's true crime. But uh, like Playboy Murders and Death by Fame, there's a few shows you can tell they put a little extra into. So I just made a point to, to record it. And the show was about Johnny Lewis. Do you remember Johnny Lewis? No idea. No. He's an actor. He actually was a child actor. He was in Pizza Hut commercials. He did some Nickelodeon stuff. I didn't remember his name at all. It's like, Johnny, who's that? Is that a guy that once we see him, we'll remember him? I don't know. I'm looking at him right now, and I don't know. I did not remember him. He was on the OC. Um, His big... His big moment was getting a job on Sons of Anarchy, where he was half sack. Half sack, okay. Yeah. And and he was on the show for a couple years, and then... It sounded like he wanted off the show. He thought it was too violent or something, which is like, what? Mm-hmm. You, you're going to give up this? This is a great... I mean, nothing has done anything for you like being half-sack on Sons of Anarchy. It was a hot show. So they're kind of going along explaining. His parents are Scientologists. Oh. This is the most interesting thing. I read this today. This was not mentioned on the show. His parents were both OT8s. Really? Yeah. They knew Zeno personally. So apparently a lot of Johnny Lewis's money went to Scientology. Because he supported the family with his acting. The parents. And he was a uh, Scientologist as well. And in fact... um, Let's see. He dated Katy Perry, which I didn't even, I didn't remember that either. But that was before Katy Perry had a big hit. She was just kind of, you know, a musician, making music, trying to get there, and didn't have anything going on at the time. Drew, he was in Scientology training films. Oh, was he? Yes, which I got to say, I would love to watch a Scientology training film. Yeah, that would be interesting. Anyway, apparently she dumped him, which people are like, what? She dumped him? She's nobody. What the hell? But... Take it for what it is. She kissed a girl and she liked it. He was, uh, he was not a drinker or a partier. Um, after Sons of Anarchy, uh, everyone thought it was very strange because he played a serial killer in something. I think it was Criminal Minds. And yet he was supposedly so against violence. So a lot of people were kind of befuddled by this guy. And How did fame kill him? Well, in January 2012, which is four years after Sons of Anarchy, he has a kid, by the way, with a woman who he is not married to, or they were divorced, I can't remember which. But in January of 2012, two guys 
found Johnny Lewis in their house. And they're like, who is this guy wearing pajamas in our house? And they're telling him, can you just leave? And they're calling police and whatnot. Anyway, he all of a sudden hauls off and hits both of them with a glass bottle. What? And one of these guys is not hurt that bad, and he really starts fighting back. And the other guy recovers and starts hitting him, too. And they said they punched him multiple times. And he was just absolutely unaffected. In oh, fact, then he's on meth. He bit one of them. ECP, maybe. Cops oh, arrive. Yeah. They're finally able to subdue him. And he ends up telling the police that he was trying to save a baby. I mean, just like, what? What are you talking about? A good excuse. What are you doing in your pajamas anyway? A good excuse. Well, he's trying to save a baby. So he is, change. he's arrested for burglary, burglary and assault. He's put in jail, uh, waiting, I think, in arraignment or something. And he, I guess he tried to jump from the second story of the, the jail building. And then he was banging his head against the wall. And oh, it was great. all like, what is up with this guy? His dad bails him out. And he is staying with his dad and his mom. And I guess there were problems because he was so oversensitive to light. And he kept turning off the fuse box. <laughs> What? Yeah, I know. You this just is turn all, off the switch? Or? It's totally weird. Anyway, he uh, he's out on bail, and he's at a yogurt shop in Santa Monica. This is a month later when he's having a conversation with some guy who's leaving, and then he realizes, is somebody following me? And he turns around, and he gets hit in the head Whoa. by Johnny Lewis. No explanation. Police are there in no time. Quick question. Is he still in Scientology at this point? Yeah, I think he is. He's practicing. Believes. Well, I don't know how, you know, I mean, something is off the rails. Well, I'm trying to, you know, they don't like any kind of psychiatric help. No, they don't. No, you're right. Um, and he, anyway, he gets bail again. Eight days later, a woman sees a man trying to open her window to break into her house. Jesus. And he said, I, I'm trying to find my friend Bob. <laughs> And she's like, no, you're not. You're trying to bring into my house. I'm calling the police. She calls the cops. He's arrested. He, he I was uh, looking for my brother, <laughs> Al Donnelly. He's around here somewhere. He insists that she's a friend of his. It's all just, what? <laughs> so, uh, Johnny gets, uh, parents get him a great attorney who said he was really concerned about this. He thought Johnny was a really intelligent guy. He was perfectly you know, verbal, and they had conversations, and he's like, this guy's a smart guy. Something is really wrong with him that these incidents keep happening, because otherwise he seems great. He's mentally ill. Yeah, and uh, he comes up with a deal that he said was an incredible deal in light of the fact that he was facing, you know, three very ugly incidents in a very short time. He said, listen, I, here's what I, I'm recommending. They're offering two years of treatment in a treatment center for mental health, or one year of prison. And he, wow. I think you should really go and take the treatment. And it's very specific. And he said it was this really excellent program, et cetera, et cetera. Johnny says, I'm going to represent myself. You oh. Because you don't believe I'm innocent. What? This guy's like, no, I really didn't believe you're innocent. I, you know, that's not really what I'm, my job is. But Johnny decides to represent himself. I love it when people rep themselves. And he thro they uh, judge throws him in jail. Oh, he ended up pleading God. no contest, got three years probation, one year in jail. And six weeks later, they said, we're letting him out for overcrowding. He's released in September. 
September 21st. Well, I got to say, he did a great job repping. Yeah, he did. It worked out. Well, his attorney said in the end, he's like, you know, I'm not so sure that he's not a con, that he's not just a really good con man, and that he knew that if he took the year, he'd get the overcrowding, he'd get released. Well, he's an actor. So his parents rent him a place in what's called the Writer's Villa, which is where a lot of entertainment industry people live and party and they riff off each other and they mentioned some they said the, a lot of the melrose place people lived there back in the day cool oh did billy live there probably did andrew shoe yeah and uh the landlady is a very well-known patron of the arts and she's beloved by all these people Ooh. who've lived there over the years her name's kathy davis she's a much older woman i think she's in her 70s or something so what they find out eventually is that in talking to friends of Kathy Davis is that she knew nothing about Johnny Lewis being in trouble. She knew nothing about this. She just knew that he was an actor and that, oh, they've got another actor. He's been in Sons of Anarchy, blah, blah, blah. She really didn't know what the hell was going on. Just a struggling actor with a thick, meaty cock. So on September 26th, a very strange, strange day as uh, this is what was eventually gleaned his neighbor, who had a painter there working on the house, so they were kind of in front of the house, and this guy comes over and says, hey, I'm your neighbor, Johnny. And he's like, oh, hey, cool, nice to meet you, blah, blah, blah. He leaves, and he comes back about 40 minutes later, and somehow he gets into it with the painter and starts beating up the painter. What? And I uh, know. And the, the neighbor, the painter... <laughs> And the neighbor's wife, all three of them are trying to contain Johnny Lewis, who is not a really big guy. Oh. No. And they absolutely are, it's like the fight of their lives for their lives. They eventually extricate themselves somehow from the relentless Johnny Lewis. They run for the door. They're, they, they're just about able to get inside, except that he gets his hand or his oh. arm in the way of the door. They slam the door on his arm. Wow. And he said, I slammed the door on his arm over and over and over. He would not remove his arm, and we wow. were so afraid of him. And finally... Well, Brandon, I think you're right. He's probably on PCP. Well, they, they said he was like Superman, and he was feeling no pain, and he kept fighting, trying He's to get Terminator the door. Terminator 2. He finally runs away to his villa, which, by the way, he, he instead of going around and going to the entrance of his villa and taking the stairs of the elevator up, he like Tarzan, climbs the landscape to get up to his place. It's like, what the fuck is this guy? Fucking nuts is what he is. He's got to be high on something. They call the police. The police show up, and they find Johnny Lewis dead What? in the driveway. He had either leaped or fallen off his balcony. Oh, while he was scaling it, or did he already make no, it up? No, oh, he okay. made it up there. Okay. And they find, you know, trail, there's trails of blood and stuff. He apparently fell, probably jumped, I'm guessing, I would imagine, because he was athletic as fuck. Oh, he's feeling invincible, too. I mean, he had that door slammed on his arm. and. Yep. So they're trying to figure out what the fuck happened to this guy. It turned out it was uh, he died from the fall, from okay. blunt force trauma to his head. Uh, but they saw, what is all this blood on the sidewalk? And they follow the blood to the landlady's house. Oh, no. And it turned out that he had been in disputes with the landlady because he kept shutting off fuse boxes because he didn't like the light. And not only did they find the landlady dead and just a brutal crime scene, he also killed the cat. What? Killed her cat in some horrific way that I can't even remember how they described it. Oh, man. But 
they <sighs> all the pictures of Kathy, by the way, are yeah, with she's the, holding the cat. Are with the cat. I know. So, of course, they suspect drugs. Wait, wait, like, that headline. Wait, go back to that headline. It's a picture of her with the cat, but the headline is, Johnny Lewis beat dismembered cat to death. Like, what about the human? Yeah, I, like I said, I don't remember how they described it. I just knew it was like, made me sick to my stomach. Did he dismember the cat? That's what it said. But, I mean, the headline is about the cat, not the human who he murdered, who's holding the cat <laughs> in the picture. Anyway, they, they you know... Again, this guy in Sons of Anarchy. They're like, what the fuck is going on? And they suspected drugs. Yeah. These oh people, the strength he exhibited, et cetera, et cetera. And they thought it's got to be bath salts or, oh, you know, wow. at the time. Flocka. In 2012 was the first face ripoff. A guy ripped off a guy's face in yeah. Miami. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. the case that we know yeah, about. The homeless guy under the overpass, right? Didn't he eat I think someone's that's, face? Is that the one? I don't know. Anyway, they've. They conclude that there were no drugs in his system. Well, okay, then it could be one of those designer. Yeah, again, it could be synthetic. It yeah, because yeah, he. Everybody that I'm reading up on is mentioning the superhuman strength, and when they, oh, it sounds a lot like this. Austin Haroof. I hate God, saying this, this could, but couldn't they get this guy in the batting cage for Christ's sake? When they discuss the cat, <laughs> it sounds like after he beat the cat, he. He ripped it in half with his hands. Oh, okay, that's normal. That's normal. Yes. He ripped it in half. He tore it apart with his bare hands. Well, after, um, this is kind of interesting in light of the Scientology, et cetera, et cetera. After all this goes by and certain people start writing about it and trying to figure out what the fuck just happened. He was in a motorcycle, a high-speed motorcycle accident oh, wow. in late October 2011. And... His, what kind of bike do you have? <laughs> his father said that he knew he was injured. He didn't appear to be, but they tried, and twice they scheduled MRIs for him because he thought he was sure. something was wrong with him, and he refused MRIs, and he apparently got well on his own, but then in January, he's off just oh, committing boy. crimes to complete strangers. So who the fuck knows? Wow. And I did, did Katy Perry ever speak of this? I did. Did you happen to see anything about her? I didn't see anything. Nah. She was with him for a year. Yeah. But then he ended up, uh, you know, after they broke up, he was with the other girl who had had the baby. The baby. Yeah. Did fame ever get arrested for murdering him? Death yeah. by fame? No, fame was not put under <laughs> arrest. And you know, it's funny. The Wait, cops by, by the way, death by fame. No, it's death by a closed head injury. Yeah, I know, but they, they got to they have some shows. <laughs> <laughs> they were short a couple episodes. <laughs> <laughs> by fame. Wow, I, what a wild story. I don't remember no. this at I all. I don't either. No, I didn't watch Sons of Anarchy. Scientology's covering it up. Probably. <laughs> I watched an episode or two of Sons of Anarchy, and I know people love that show, and I liked it when I saw it, too. I just was kind of caught on in the middle, and I didn't really know what was going on. But I just, I'm like, wait, I don't remember talking about this on our show. I don't Not at all. Ever coming up or what? No. It's just so weird. Maybe he was a little, you know, four years removed from the show. Maybe there just wasn't that much interest. It just seems like it would have been a big story. And then uh, right after Death by Fame <laughs> is the Playboy Murders. Yeah. Which is, I don't know who's making money on all these Playboy shows. I suspect it's Holly Madison, though, because she seems to pop up all over them. Um, did did what, what did she do? What was the previous show? Well, she oh, did, uh, the Playboy she did, Murders. She did the 10-point 
uh, Playboy documentary on E&E, right? About half? Wasn't that her? Yeah, but was it about half? Wasn't it about just basically you, how you abused they all thing. were? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't They got, they got nothing from it. I mean, there were some horrible stories, but um, in the end, it was really pretty much about how they were just pieces of meat that mm-hmm. Hef's friends descended on and all of the entertainment world descended on. And I don't even know what the point was because that's kind of what I always thought happened. Yeah, yeah. And I was, it always kind of seemed like, yeah, they kind of wanted all that too. Yeah, yeah. I don't think anything was groundbreaking there. But, um, the weirdest thing I remember in that uh, in that series was that the Soul Train guy took two playmates Don home. Don Cornelius? Don Cornelius. Yeah. And they claimed they were locked in rooms and forced into some really freaky sexual stuff for like three days until one of them was able to grab a phone and say, call for help. Hefner is like the most likable person that hung out there out of all the people. Because you have, Remember Cosby was a big guest of the Playboy <laughs> oh, yeah. Mansion? And yep. Don Cornelius. Cato. <laughs> <laughs> Walter fuck? Walter Matthau and Jack Lemon with John Wayne Bobbitt. All those names Bobbitt was throwing out there were ridiculous. No, but it really Jack Lemon, the two grumpy men were hanging Jack out. Jack Lemon. When, what, what was that movie? Was it Grumpy Old Men? Yeah, yeah. Grumpy yeah, Old Yeah, and Margaret was in it too. When did that come out? Nineties. Okay, so they were capitalizing on that that fame, their last bit of fame, to go to the Playboy Mansion and hang out with John Wayne Bobbitt. <laughs> So stupid. What's going on? It was I don't st- blame them. I think it was last week's Playboy Murder Show. These are on ID, by the way. Fame, Death by Fame and the Playboy Murders, if you want to watch ID or see the episodes. Um, are they all different, right? All Playboy yeah, yeah they're all different. different right? yeah. So last week, whatever the story was, and I can't remember exactly what it was. Anyway, it was about how this one girl, oh, yeah, she wanted to be a playmate, and she was cyber model of the week or something, and she got to go to the man, she go to parties. So they show, like, a picture of her, like, showing her at a Playboy party, like, this is the life, baby, and it's it's her, like, um, with her arm around Kato Kalen. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I thought, oh, man. boy, that must have been a letdown. Wow. But she seemed excited as hell. Well, at that time. I mean... He's famous. So this story... Was oh god, this story is so just stupid. Stacy Arthur was uh, Holly Madison's the host, by the way. She's just annoying as fuck. I don't know why she bothers me so much. I never disliked her either. The girls next door is she the one that did the podcast with the other one? Yes, um, yeah. We just were listening to a podcast she did, weren't we? I think it was Bridget Mark, right. One of them was likable. The other, I really hated. I don't remember who's who. I mean, nobody's as great as Kendra. Well, shit, Mark Barton is the likable one. Holly Madison acts as... She's the one that was closest to Hef of the three. Yeah, okay. And was really territorial about Hef. That's a badge of honor. <laughs> I know. And she was. she's really pretty. I mean, whatever. But she what? acts... What? How dare you comment on her beauty before her brain? She acts as if... You know, how far you get as a playmate is your measure of value as a woman in America. Okay. What? Oh, she just, everything is like a... Oh, and, uh, She's and, so deep. And she was, within a month, she was playing, hardly anyone is playmate of the month within a month. That's incredible. It's only happened one other time with Marilyn Monroe. And it's like, oh, God, okay, please. Great, whatever. Hef got hard, and so he made her the playmate of the month immediately. For the first time in ages. God so, damn it, wow. Yeah. God damn it. Whoa. Anyway, Stacy graduated high school. 
1986. And she was 17, and she was already married and had a kid. Oh, like, wow, okay. Oh boy. And she's quickly divorced, so she's a single mom with a kid, 19 years old, and she's got she's working at a arts and crafts store or something in a small town in Ohio. I think I've seen this movie. And this guy working next door, his name is Jim Arthur, who immediately notices Stacy, and he... Uh, Hits it off with her, and the next thing you know, they're dating, and then they're inseparable. And the only weird thing about it is that Jim is 34 and Stacy's 19. Oh boy, this is gonna end well. And Jim becomes Stacy's Bengali. Uh, he wanted everything for Stacy. Uh, he wanted to be to be uh, uh, in these pageants, and he wanted her. She wanted to model, and so he's like, "Oh, you want to model? Well, I'm gonna take you to the top, baby." Playboy. I'm going to get you to Playboy. And she right wanted after to, Hustler and Cherry. She wanted to be a playmate just to make Jim proud. Oh, God. I know. This sounds so dumb. Jim is so pumped. Oh, he's also her manager, too. Of course he is. And he does her hair and nails. Oh, yeah, that's, that, was, yeah. that was a little bit of a twist. <laughs> well, well he's very, very controlling, I think. So she starts, she starts doing a little modeling. Then she starts winning all these pageants. She starts entering everything. She wins 36 pageants, I think. <laughs> I'm just thinking I really want to see I wanted to see a picture of her, A, to see how pretty she was, but now I really want to see it to see how shitty her hair and nails looked. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let's see. She wins the Mrs. Ohio, too, which is the, okay, the prestigious great. Mrs. Ohio yeah. pageant. Yeah. Of course, she's like 20, yeah. and all the Mrs. Ohios are like 35. 30. <laughs> and by the way... Why does anyone want to be Mrs. Ohio or Mrs. Idaho or Mrs. whatever? Isn't that just the dumbest thing? Yeah. Pageant. Pageantry. I, hey, I don't get it, but. Well, a pageant with, a, with married chicks? You win an chicks? award? Doesn't married chicks seem dumber than yes. any other pageant? Yes, I would agree. It's like, oh, man, whoever gets to have that. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, he is so lucky. James Arthur's so lucky. <laughs> He's really good at doing hair. So, I, I don't know, I guess these guys like Jim Arthur, oh, and Paul Snyder, Dorothy Stratton's yeah, man, yeah. who was also much older. Or they, the other guy that uh, then fled to Canada after stuffing the girl in the suitcase. Oh, that I guy. I can't remember yeah. his name. Uh, all that all was, great that was, guys. That was the Playboy murder last week. Yeah. Anyway, these guys just get off on other guys pounding off their much younger apes. Yeah, man, you wish you could ever. <laughs> I, I think they really get off on controlling them. Yeah, I think you're right. They're controlling a hot woman that other guys are pounding off to. Cecil Fielder's wife was Miss, Mrs. Michigan, remember? And there were really? accusations of cheating. Who well, <laughs> would cheat I'm, to are you Mrs. Surprised? Man? No. So Stacy goes to the. Um, well, f first she meets with the Playboy people in Chicago. Jim Jim wants to really get this going. He's so excited. Gets her an appointment with the uh, the Hefner with Christy Hefner, I guess. And they're really impressed. They get pictures. They're going to fly her out to L.A. And in the meantime, she goes to the national Mrs. America pageant and finishes 10th. Well, okay. And so they're so excited. Oh, my God, a pageant chick. We rarely have pageant chicks that want to be in Playboy. So they want to get her right on the cover. One. Yeah, no, that's good. I get and they that. do. It's like Mrs. Ohio winner, nude in Playboy. And Stacy looks great. And, um, of course, Holly is pointing out that... Uh, Oh, it's, it takes a very secure man like Jim Arthur to be married to a Playboy playmate. A lot of men are so insecure about it. He doesn't seem very secure. He seems very controlling. Well, he was very much on Team Stacy, though. Yeah, was, I think for his own ends. Well, Jim, uh, Jim always wanted Stacy to be in Playboy, and she says she did it out of respect for Jim. <laughs> what? She did. 
did Playboy out of respect for Jim. Minor minor note here. What about his goal? Where's the kid? Ah, kid's just back in Ohio. (laughs) Who cares? Jim didn't put the kid in in pageants. I don't. I don't know. Maybe. Well. Well, he wasn't able to at that time. But anyway, she was really quite modest. She really didn't like it, but she just did it for Jim. So cool. She really wanted to be a country singer and go to Nashville, which is why she won thirty-four beauty pageants. I guess. So anyway, Jim was so proud of her, and of course she did her hair and makeup. And um, Jim decided that it, he really wanted to be Playmate of the Year. That was really important to Jim. Oh, Jim's got goals. So Stacy is willing, you know, informs me. I will do anything. I want to be the hardest working Playmate. I want to make Jim proud. I want to be Playmate of the Year. And so they they put her on. They have a. I don't remember this. Maybe you do. They had a one nine hundred number. Where you could talk to a playmate, they and they had all the like the hottest of the year. Who you know you could push one to talk to the skank from January, push two for the skank from February. <laughs> Was it real? I mean, were they really manning the phones? Yeah, they were manning else? the phones. Wow! And of course, uh, this they pointed out that uh, Holly pointed out that of course we have operators listening, and they would disconnect any callers Bullshit. who became inappropriate. I think this is a commercial for it. <laughs> so it's just yeah, they got it. Oh yeah, it. let's see this. Hey girls, how would you like to be the center of attention every night? I am. It's easy. Just call 1-900-999-7000. You'll have more fun than you can handle. On the 7000 party line, it's easy to be popular. All you have to do is call. See what I mean? You can be the center of attention right now. Wait, how is someone else the center of attention? (laughs) Doesn't make any sense. It's a commercial for the 12 Playmates. They ran a commercial just to reach 12 people. This is to talk to the Playmates. Yeah. And what if they did do an ad? They probably did because it was incredibly popular. Is this Stacey Arthur here? Dealing with men could be very tricky. That's, that's the show I just watched. The show, okay, yeah. okay. So this is where there's got to be there's got to be audio of that phone so call. So this is awesome. Um, Playboy pays the girls too, and Stacey was really needed funds, you know, for clothes, for, Jim. for everything, for Jim. <laughs> and Playboy would pay her one hundred fifty dollars for three hours of talking to people on the one nine hundred number. That's fifty bucks an hour. Meanwhile, they charge like four, four, three ninety nine a minute. Look at all those loads she got out of guys too. <laughs> three ninety nine a minute. Wait, so that's two hundred and twenty five bucks a minute, or two hundred thirty dollars a month. What's confusing? He's blasting cum everywhere. <laughs> Sixty minutes, four bucks. That's like two hundred forty dollars an hour. So that's seven hundred twenty dollars. Talk on the phone. They share their most intimate secrets. How oh, would you go. like to listen in? You can right now. Just call 1-900-860-2GIRLS. <laughs> eavesdrop on two girls talking privately. Wait. You can what? hear them. That's, I don't want to eavesdrop on eavesdrop. two girls talking privately. I want to talk to you. Well, this, is to, this is to talk to a playmate directly. Yeah. Um, now, they, they actually have audition videos for the 900 number. What? I think I've really? seen that. I think I've seen that movie too. <laughs> Wait, is that a movie or is that real? Yeah, I think I've seen the couch from that. That's what I remember. <laughs> yeah. Now let's see. Naraya Davis is the, uh, the young model. Give us your name first and then just read right through the camera. My name is Naraya Davis. This is the podcast. Hi. <laughs> Do you have a dream girl? I might be her. <laughs> just call select talk one on one. I'm always here, waiting to be your dream girl. Oh my God, are you Somebody fake? Got a dick? Is there something you've always wanted? Let's talk about it. She might be it. the worst actress ever. It's just you and me, live, private, 
one-on-one. -on -one. Your dream girl is just a phone call away. It's not one-on-one. -on -one. There's a so convincing. There's an operator monitoring. <laughs> your dream may come true. Uh, yeah, that was great. Now try again with your uh, tits out. <laughs> I'm kidding. Why do you need a girl with big tits to do the, to be the operator? I think they're out, they're auditioning for the TV ad. Gatorade. Okay. Yeah. Is it in you? Silly me. Gatorade. Gatorade. What not hundred? I don't see that girl's audition. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. I thought back. she looked like she's gonna be really good. <laughs> back it up here. Yeah, because she's I'm got kidding. massive racks. <laughs> no, she's Hi, just got a bubbly personality. Hi. Somebody got a Do dick? you have a dream girl? Told I you. might be her. Just call Select Talk one on one. I'm always here. I like the other one better. Just waiting to be your dream girl. Is there something you've always wanted? I think she means it. Call though. me. Let's talk about it. Oh yeah. Those boobs are fighting to get out of that top. Me. They are. Live. They're pretty much lift and separate. Yeah. One on one. Your dream girl. Your dream girl is just a phone oh, call away. She messed up. Oh, get out of here, call loser! Now, and your dream just may come true. I like Everything she's that comes out of her mouth is a lie. Everything that goes into it is a dick. Hmm? <laughs> very, very proud. Who's <laughs> <laughs> that asshole? <laughs> now he's got them both doing the read. Hey guys. Hi. Ready for the challenge of your life? Yeah. Could you choose between us? Oh, could that, could that sure. office be any cheesier, by the way? <laughs> Call 1-800-786-GIRL, where you get to choose from a selection of beautiful girls. Oh, yeah. We're always here, waiting, hoping you have control. You'll talk live to girls like us. <laughs> you choose. Think you can? Yeah. Yeah, I'll take the one on the left. Yeah, they got good feedback. <laughs> Wait, why is she why is she wearing that outfit? It's part of the audition, man. Yeah, I don't like that. Gatorade. That's, is it in you? Do you like that bottom? Doesn't it look weird? No, no, because it goes above her belly button, but it's it's like a wide strip. It looks like gauze or something wrapped over her <laughs> anus all the way up and around. <laughs> See what I mean? Why is there no audio? Uh, there just isn't. I just want to hear what feedback she's getting. It's probably very Jim Southian. <laughs> no, Jim was a gentleman. Jim was class. Jump forward. No, that's the end of the audio. Because after all, you don't need no audios when you're looking at them. Bing to the bong, you're off to Acapulco. Now, if you're bikini, it's 100. If you're topless, it's 200. Okay. If it is centerfold, it's 5,000. And bing to the bong, we're off to Acapulco. Hey, there's right? a different girl. <laughs> yeah, this, she's, uh, she's going to be Lisa good. Saxton. Not very, not as attractive. Hi. Hi. Do you have a dream girl? Yeah. Yeah. I might be her. You've got no. a weird nose for a dream girl. Mitsubishi slut. I'm always here. <laughs> always? Waiting to be your dream girl. <laughs> Is there something you've always wanted? Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh my God. It's just Duh. you and me. You are the worst actress Lying. ever. She's Private. terrible. One on one. I want to hear the feedback. Your dream girl is just a phone call away. Call now. And your dream just may come true. Okay. Feedback? Want to try again? Sure. Okay, good. Do you want to try again? We'll have you do it again like that, and then we want to have you do it in like an energetic way. Just do anything? Ouch. Like I was doing it. So how do you want it different? What a shot! Maybe exaggerate it even a little more. Okay. 
Oh, those are good Wait, notes, though. Are, I, you I want, agree. Like, more like, I mean, like really sexy? Like, really getting into Just it? Just be okay. a complete skank. Yeah, we want it more sexy. Okay, okay. Skank Hi, it up. I'm still Lisa Saxton. <laughs> Sex it up, honey. Hi. Do you have a dream girl? She's, oh, she's rubbing her leg. I might be her. Just call select. She's awful. Oh, God, you're so bad. You said more energy, yeah. not more fake. <laughs> Is there something you've always wanted? Somebody that is not totally fake. Let's talk about it. No energy. No, no, I don't like it when you whisper. It's creepy. <laughs> she's oh, she rubbed the mic. Boobs. And her mic. You know, I think she's losing the entire male audience <laughs> and many of the women. <laughs> I want to hear the feedback on this. That was terrible. Call now. It's too slow. Yeah, it's, not, it's not a three-minute ad. It's a fucking 30-second ad, idiot. Idiot. Here we go. Never say yeah. <laughs> okay, now this time do it more as a Uppity. fun, energetic kind of. Yeah, like okay. I told you last like time. I, like I just said, speed it up. Hi. Hi. Do you have a dream girl? I do. I might be her. Nope. Just call select, talk one on one. <laughs> now you sound like I'm always here and waiting to be your dream girl. You sound girl. dry as a forest now. Is this something you've always wanted? Flat. Dry as a desert. Let's I mean. talk about it. <laughs> it's just you and me, live, <laughs> private, one on one. Your dream girl is just a phone call away. Call now. She's awful. Your dream may come true. Well, according to our audience Insta poll, 46% say you're too old. Oh, I want to hear the feedback for that. Oh, they're just going to have her run around in the smaller bikini, bikini yeah, anyway? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just in case. Yeah, we just in case we overdub another chick. Not going to get better than those three reeds. <laughs> Let's just see you in the bikini. <laughs> With all by her face, she knows she just She's bombed. <laughs> Okay, so anyway. Sorry. <laughs> what are we talking about here? Stacy's doing these 1-900 number. She's she's talking to the fans for uh, 150 bucks for three hours, even though Playboy makes 720 for three hours. They, they throw her 150 and tell her to shut up. Ooh. But she likes doing it because she wants to be the hardest working playmate. Oh, good for her, man. That's good. And uh turns out um, some of these creeps that call, they just call over and over and over of and course. over. So they're talking to the same guys. God, you're so fucking hot. But what about those operators that are listening in to if in case you cross the line? Well, they're developing friendships. It sounds like they're developing friendships with the guys. And um, and Stacy, I guess even she doesn't really seem to understand how this works because uh, she talks to one guy for three hours straight sometimes. Wow, you are so hot. Three hours. Yeah, a guy named Jim Jim Lindbergh, um, who will will stay on the phone as long as they will allow him to. In fact, they they start cutting him off because he's just on the phone the whole time. It's like Jim, get a fucking life. That's pretty bad when you so, get cut when you get cut off the line of a nine hundred. I know it's, it's it's incredible. When it's they, al they stop. It's you. almost never yes. happened. Listen, Jim, we'll pay you to not call us. So he's not terribly inappropriate. They said he would like talk about how much he missed his grandmother. He's just a total loner loser. Oh, he's like an incel. He's an incel, yeah. Just ask Regina, baby. He's 32 years old, and um, they realize after a couple weeks that he's he's run up $15,000 of bills. Which, which, well, yeah, baby. Which I'm sure he does not have. He's unemployed. Oh, God. I know. It's such a bummer. So Jim Lindbergh, uh, like I said, he he gets really hung up on Stacy. only wants to talk to Stacy, so he'll call... Uh, like one uh, one week, for example, he didn't call, and so he called the next week to apologize and send her seventy pink balloons. 
Oh, that, that'll win her over. <laughs> and he said pink was her favorite color, which, of course, he knew. And oh, he starts loser. starts sending her gifts, which she's not supposed to accept, but she does. So What was she, Meghan Markle? <laughs> Stacy <laughs> Stacy gives him her personal number because oh. he can't talk to her enough. Oh, Stacy. I know. And she really does need the money, and she really wants to be Playmate of the Year. For Jim, of course. And um, so, wait, yeah. Does Jim approve of this private number going out to? I think guy? Jim likes the dough, so I don't think Jim cares who the fuck she's talking to. But she uh, mentions to Jim that she's coming out to LA, and she agrees to meet Jim. And uh, then something comes up, and she cancels. So Jim just freaks out. He's livid that she canceled. Yeah. And so then, uh, after breaking up with her, more, I mean, just basically saying, "Oh fuck you! I can't believe you do breaking up me. with her." Um, he starts leaving messages that um, I just want uh, Stacey to know I, that I'm in love with her. And then she ends up calling him back to say that um, I think we should stop. We should take a break. Actually, you know what? She sounds to, like she's trying trying to let the guy down. Uh, I don't know. She's out of control. They're giving her own number, accepting all these oh, gifts from this loser. Mistake. Go to 36 minutes of uh, Playboy Murders. It's uh, do they have, it's uh, probably down a while a ways, Brandon, because it was last night. I gotta tell you, do they show what uh, the two men look like? Jim, Jim Arthur. Yeah, find, yeah, I saw Jim Arthur. I can't find any pictures of Lindbergh. What does he look like? I don't know. I don't know what don't Lindbergh know. looks like. I don't think this they showed him right in the here, show Mark? either. This is her husband. That's Jim. That's Jim. Jim wanted this huh. so bad. He looks pretty cool. No, he looks like a pretty good dude. Yeah, and her hair looks great. Could, yeah, be, a, could they, be her dad. I take back but, anything I say about him. He had a tanning salon too, and uh, like a, he looks like a decent, he's a controlling guy. <laughs> he's a business person, very successful business person. Yeah, about thirty-six oh, minutes geez. in, they have, they have, um, they have. See, we learn later that uh, that Jim keeps cassettes. He records all the phone calls. He's got thirty-two full cassettes, both sides of his calls with Stacy. His probably something pound off to him later. Nine hundred numbers. Yeah, he's keeping those. Yeah, really? he saves the. He records the calls. This, this is not the husband, Jim. This is, oh no, this is another this Jim. Is, uh, the this other is the Jim. creep that calls and spends fifteen thousand gotcha. dollars in the first few weeks. He's Lindbergh. also Jim. Thirty six. Yeah, Thirty six yeah. minutes. I think they have some reenactments from the cassettes because they have the oh, great. exact audio. I hope they have those girls we just watched do the reenactment. Her personal number, and now, you know, he has sort of direct nice voice. access. I miss you tonight on the line. Lindbergh knew that Stacy and Jim were headed out to the Playboy Mansion in September, and he requested that Stacy meet up with him while she was there. I remember telling her, "You really should not do this. You should not go That's meet with this guy." That's one of her Playmate sisters. I, I don't think it's a good idea. But she may have really made a connection with him. I, think I definitely think it's dangerous to put yourself in a position where you never know who you're going to meet or what the boundaries are going to be. She agreed to it, but once she got to California, her schedule was too busy, oh. so it just didn't work out. Oh. They ended up not meeting, and that was devastating to him, and he couldn't handle that. And it starts this, you know, vicious spiral. Somebody got a dick? There's Jim on the phone. This is James Lindbergh, and uh, this message is for Stacey Arthur. I want her to... I want her to know that I'm in love with her. It's really at this gray line yeah, between healthy and unhealthy behavior. Some people oh, no, just it's naturally it's way over can't line. stop these thoughts from coming. I do love you. 
I think Stacy started to realize that James Lindbergh may have had some uh, unhealthy tendencies. Uh. <laughs> I gotta tell you though, when Sable was on, was in Playboy magazine, what was that, 98 or 97 or something like that. I, I think I was her? in love with her too. So, I mean, I get it. I get it. I think every talk woman to her all the who's time. in a professional role, who has a public facing persona, has had this problem. And she decides, you know what, I'm, I'm gonna put a stop to this. I just really think it's going to be best if we take a break. I think Stacy was always kind. To people, she always saw the the good in people, and believed that people were good deep down. The way Stacy <laughs> worded that message, it makes me think of how women are always taught to be people pleasers and not offend men oh, shut and up, Holly. let people down gently. And I think that's what she was trying to do. I just don't think it's worth it. It was nice talking to you, and, and I thought we developed a really good friendship. Oh, she's trying to put him in the friend zone. Stacey. He thought he could keep her safe from anything. And he definitely wasn't going to let this person actually see Stacy. And that's when James Lindbergh's behavior really starts to get out of control. Oh, no. She's really pretty, by the way. All right, so, uh, yeah, so th- this is not good. And, um, yeah, she's, she's putting him in the friend zone, and then after the, she says they should take a break, mm-hmm. Jim Lindbergh says, well, you know, I'm going to take a break from work. And he just got a new job. He'd been unemployed, gets a job, he quits. And he takes a train from Sacramento to Cincinnati, rents a car, and drives to Bellefonte, Ohio, where he rents oh, a motel no. room so he can look for Stacy. How long did he work at this job, by the way? <laughs> I don't know. Not very long. It's crazy. Uh, just like being out in the real working world, working a real job, like getting out of the house, it just exhausts you. It really does. Yeah. It's exhausting. <laughs> Something tells me his one nine hundred calls ended up being a bad uncollectible debt. <laughs> I think they wrote it off. <laughs> Wait, so he took the train from Sacramento to Cincinnati, two thousand miles on a train. <laughs> oh my God, then rents a-, a car to get in this shitty motel in Bellefonte, Ohio. That's a terrible existence. And I gotta say, I'm scared of this guy already because he's got nothing to lose Here's now. The one photo of him that you can find on the World Wide Web, and he just kind of looks like your standard dude he in the like 80s. looks like Joe Dirt. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> anyway, mustache. he starts scrolling Belafonte looking for Stacy. Oh, Stacy won't take his call anymore. They're, you know, they're in the friend zone. But um, this is like six days later. He's been staying at this motel for six days. I expect they wrote that off as a bad debt as well. <laughs> And he goes to a gift shop to buy some gifts for Stacy. Oh, boy. And while he's, after With he's what? been, I don't know, he's probably got credit cards. Anyway, he's, he's wallowing around town after buying these gifts, and he happens to see Jim Arthur, who has the oh. tanning salon there. How does he know him? How does he know that that's Oh, because he knows everything about Stacy. Okay. I just, I guess I assumed that information was harder to get back then. It was. Um, and I... Don't know how much he knew about Jim Arthur, but Stacy he knew Stacy was married, so oh, probably knew of him. Anyway, he <laughs> he tells Jim, uh, Jim, could you give these gifts uh, to Stacy and tell her I'm in town? I really want to get a picture and an autograph. So anyway, Jim Arthur just really blows him off. He's like, Good. "What the fuck are you doing, you jackass?" Back on the train and fuck out of here, Sacramento. And uh, probably took the gifts though. So Jim goes back to his tanning salon and he tells people there, if this guy shows up, call the police. Okay. So then Jim leaves the salon and he's putting a tanning bed in the trunk of his car. And Lindbergh <gasps> walks up, and this is in broad daylight. This is like one o'clock in the afternoon. There's like twenty or thirty people around. Shoots him eight times. Shoots oh, him wow. 
once in the face, twice in the chest, and as he turns over, he shouts him three times in the back. Then he runs to his car, and when he gets inside his car, shoots himself in the head, kills himself. That's an odd plan. Yeah. And uh, Jim's hotel room, by the way, was full of pictures of Stacy oh. and Stacy calendars and the 32 full cassettes of conversations with Stacy. That means what a creep. That means he brought them on the train with him. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> I don't know why that strikes me. He as brought weird. decor for his room in the pack. train. I got a pack. Where's all my Stacy shit? And he has a mess. One of the cassettes has a message to Stacy, which is so fucking dumb. What happened to her? So she's alive. Yeah. So yeah. Stacy is just like lost without Jim. He's the love of her life. In fact, she died in 2019. Oh man! But she's got a kid though. Yeah, she had two kids. She adopted his kid also. Oh man! I know. She's it's, like a good person. She was a nice person. It says she's still alive. No, she died in 2019, according to. Uh, the Playboy Murder Show. Somebody needs to update her. Uh, update it. Well, let's update Wikipedia. it. Wikipedia. Update it, Brandon. I love the way people keep updating sports figures. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. Joe Burrow. Was it Joe Burrow that? Uh, or the mayor of Cincinnati. I think uh, he is the son of Patrick Mahomes or something. Yeah. yeah. Or when they <laughs> die, when they get beaten, they had a death date. <laughs> anyway, shortly after Jim's death. Stacy, who still wants to be Playmate of the Year because it's Jim's dream, she says she was sexually assaulted by three Playboy bodyguards. Uh, the bodyguards say it was consensual. Oh, boy. And Lindbergh would have been so fucking jealous if he was alive. She sued Playboy for $70 million. So anyway, Holly at this point is like, and Playboy just cut Stacy off because that's what they do when something goes on. They just cut you off. And so she's not playmate of the year. Her dream doesn't come true. She's lost her husband. It's like, who fucking cares if she's playmate of the year? She yeah. lost her husband. Yeah. Until her dying days, Frankly, apparently. I'm she su- said he was the love of her life. I'm surprised she would want to continue down that path, considering. Well, for Jim. For Jim. It's what he would have It got Jim killed. <laughs> but it was his dream. So, I mean, that, it could be. A, that could have turned been, into a nightmare. Could have been a happy ending if she won. Oh, man. And then man. those bodyguards had to have sex with her. So I know that sucks, but I saw some really good pictures of her. Did you? Oh you yeah, I had them up on the screen there. Pictures of Stacy. I, I didn't get to see those kind of pictures on the show. What a bummer. Yeah, they don't have anything about her death online. She's, uh, wow, wow, nice I did not. Ah, what's that? It's uh, that's what they call a bush. I did not think she looked that good. She looks great. Look at that hair and nails too. That's done by Jim. <laughs> nails and hair by Jim. <laughs> done by Jim. <laughs> those nails. <laughs> See your nails. Good God. It's beautiful. Very busty. Is that natural? It does look natural, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Well, you can see that one where she's leaning on the side. Yeah. There's a lot of move. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot of give. Oh, that's a great show, though. That's an ID. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Death by Fame was a good show, too. <laughs> Despite the poor title. Yeah. Yeah, she should have been Playmate of the Year. For Jim. I wonder who beat her out. Well, if they had a gym that nails. did their hair and nails. <laughs> 91, I think it was. Okay. But it's just, you know, I'm glad that... it uh, Lisa Matthews. I'm really glad that Holly is, that? is shining a light on the mistreatment of these playmates. Because it's it's time that we discussed this. We had this conversation. Hell hath no fury. Here's Lisa. I would have voted for Stacy. Oh, I'd have voted for Stacy in a heartbeat. Oh. What a bush on her. Oh, my oh. God. Yeah. That's oh. got to be the thickest bush I've ever seen. Did someone draw that out with a Sharpie? Right. Are there it's... spiders in there? 
I don't think she's a natural like blonde. <laughs> based on that downstairs. It's very wiry and unkempt. Wow. Those look like, uh, wait, who uh, is it that has all the, 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 the coarse pubes, Travolta? No, wiry and unkempt was Al Gore, oh, right? Oh, Al Gore, okay. <laughs> Travolta. Looks like naked Joe DiMaggio. Probably wiry and unkempt. Travolta pubes. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was Travolta's pubes that were wiry and unkempt. I don't know. All I know is it, uh, wow. NordVPN helps protect you against bandwidth throttling from internet service providers where ISPs will slow down your internet, internet towards the end of your contract to get you to upgrade. So allowing you to switch your country IP address to get Netflix, Disney+, Plus, etc. in other countries for cheaper prices. Uh, YouTube Premium, for example, much less in foreign countries than in the U.S. Unparalleled browsing, security, and protection from hacking of personal data. Grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash dams or use the code dams to get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan, plus one additional month for free and a bonus gift. It's completely risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. And I see we have new copy for the Beard Hedger. Does anybody oh, yeah. open theirs up? I did, yeah. My God, there's so many things in that kit. I know. Man, it's a real kit. bargain. Yeah. You get so much for so little. Uh, they now sell beard products. Yes, Manscaped is selling beard products. They are once again revolutionizing men's grooming with a brand new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. From a beard trim to a fresh shave, the technology behind the Beard Hedger Pro Kit allows you to shape your signature beard look. You can finally use Manscaped products to make your drapes match your carpet by going to manscaped.com and using code DREW for 20% off and free shipping. It all starts with the Beard Hedger. This thing is a juggernaut of fixing faces. First off, this cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair cutting lengths, all with one guard, so no more messy drawers full of extra add-ons. That's right, face grooming doesn't need to be hard. Get 20 different beard lengths in just one guard. Plus, it's waterproof. You can shave in the shower to avoid all that hair in the sink. Its titanium-coated T-blade is tough on hair but smooth on your face, leading to single-stroke efficiency that brings satisfaction one stroke at a time. And there is beard shampoo and conditioner. Yeah. Need to remember, all your hair is different. Your beard hair is more coarse and easier to damage, like Al Gore, <laughs> much like Al Gore, than the yeah. hair on your head. Yeah. It may be wiry, but don't make it unkempt. That's why the kit has made shampoo and conditioner specially designed to moisturize, reduce ingrown hairs, and replace natural oils and promote beard health. Are you cereal? All of this and more. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code DREW. At manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code DREW. Yeah, just like that Eagles fan. Oh, yeah. Not a hair on that guy. God, that guy was. He, you're right. He shaved his whole body. Yeah, that he, seems like a lot of work. I think he was planning that to show off his little ding-dong. <laughs> hey, if you're uh, stressed out or maybe you have trouble sleeping, I got something for you to try. Actually, let me try Let me try this read. Let's do that one. <laughs> I'm talking about Next Evo Naturals. Um, so, yeah, they can help you maybe get to sleep better because uh, they have the triple action CBD sleep. Have you guys tried it yet? I've tried it. It will knock you out. Um, they will see the combination of Smart Sorb CBD. It'll calm your mind. And there's fast acting melatonin. We all know how melatonin works, right? It's going to get you to sleep fast. And then the control release melatonin will keep you asleep longer. You're going to wake up refreshed. 
Only Next Evo uses the Smart Sorb CBD. It's been proven to be 30 times better absorption in the first 30 minutes. So it will put you to bed pretty damn quick. It's different. It delivers four times better overall. CBD absorption has been proven in multiple clinical studies. So make CBD a part of reaching your full potential with Next Evo Naturals. Go online to nextevo.com slash podcast and use promo code Drew and you're going to get 20% off your first order of 40 bucks or more. That's 20% off, $40 or more at nextevo.com slash podcast with promo code Drew. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jack on Drew and Mike podcast fans on Facebook said, I don't know whose grandma this is, but she popped up on my people you may know list. And it's this picture of this woman who, I mean, she looks like a, I sent you this, Brandon? You did. This is a, it's actually a meme, but I looked it up anyway um, to see if that person exists. Her name is Wilma Dickfit. (laughs) Wilma Dickfit. Yeah, Wilma Dickfit. Hey, Wilma Dickfit. Yeah, it's like a, that is a it, great fake name. It's an it's account good. where this old woman's just yelling at people. And, and so I actually looked it up and I found one Wilma Dickfit in New Jersey. Really? Let's call her. Yes. Yeah, ring it up. Okay. Does she answer? I, I didn't try it. I have so many numbers I haven't tried. I got I got so many celebrity numbers too that I need Really? To Where'd you get those? Yeah, uh, I can't don't, really don't talk say. about it, but I received phone numbers for OJ Simpson, Amber Heard, Caitlyn Jenner, Rob Gronkowski. Norman Reedus, because we were talking about it, and even Stuttering John. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, let's try Wilma Dickfit. <laughs> okay. I, I haven't tried it at all, so it might it just might be doo-doo-doo. Mm. Okay. I like preemptive doo-doo-doo. I know. <laughs> Excellent song choice. The Goo Goos. The Goo Goos. <laughs> <laughs> As the goo-goos and uh, tell them my name. Sorry. That's the only number for a Wilma Dick fit in the entire United States. Did that come from the same uh, place as the OJ number? No, that's no. that's one that I actually looked up. No, these... I can't, Don't, I can't do say. Do not say, yeah. I cannot say how right, I... Let's try Amber Heard just to see if it's her. I don't want someone to get in trouble. We could do lightning rounds. Amber Heard? Yeah, I just want to see if it's really your number. Because I'm very dubious. You think it's your number? Well, I don't know. The source seemed pretty credible. That's what I'll say. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Let's see if this is her on the... Zero. This is Amber. What the fuck do you want? Please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Yo, Amber. Uh, Just call to check up on you. Give me a holler back. Thanks. (laughs) I'm telling you, I think these might be legit. You want OJ, Caitlin, Gronk... Norman Wait, Caitlin Reeves. who? Jenner. Jenner. Caitlin, yeah. Try Caitlin. Caitlin, Caitlin, Caitlin. <laughs> Caitlin, 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 Caitlin. C-A-I-T-L-I-N. Hello. Caitlin. 
Hello? Caitlin. Is, is this Caitlin? It's what? It, wait, isn't this Caitlin's number? Uh, who is calling? Well, I, but you won't even tell me if this is, did I have the wrong number? I'm trying to reach Caitlin. I, I just thought I heard uh, some, you don't sound like Caitlin to me. Well, who, who are you? Wait, is this the wrong, look, if it's the wrong number, what, who are you? Why are you answering Caitlin's phone? I wrote a song for you. Or for Caitlin, I mean. Caitlin, Caitlin, Caitlin. She gone. Caitlin, Caitlin. That was Caitlin Jenner. Those, those I'm sorry. Totally, that was, totally. was not Caitlin Jenner. It was Caitlin oh, Jenner. Oh, yeah, it was. That sounded like a dude to me. I know. <laughs> <laughs> True. Did she stand long enough to hear her song? No. <laughs> That's Caitlyn Jenner. That was totally These numbers are legit. Who do you want? Norman totally Reedus, Caitlin. Stuttering John Melendez, O.J. Simpson, or Rob Gronkowski? Gronk. Gronk, because he'll talk. All right. For some reason, Gronk, oh, I got Gronk the, is the only one that got two numbers. The perfect premise, too, is we want to talk about uh, 80 for Brady, his acting. Plus, he's I didn't realize he's pretty good on those uh, NFL shows. Have you, oh, you yeah, seen I've seen him. Week? He is good. I gotta say, there's nothing to not like about Gronkowski. The subscriber you have dialed is not. That's fine. I got two of them. That 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 last one, you know, the the whole um, ad campaign that he's trying to get the insurance for veterans. <laughs> I, I don't know why, Drew. Maybe I'm very simple-minded, but it makes me laugh. And the new one where he draws the picture. Yes, I know what you mean. <laughs> I laughed out loud when I saw it. It's so stupid. He'd love this song. Rob Gronkowski has got what it takes. He starts every morning with a bowl of Gronk flakes. He's the Gronk at tight end. He is the best. Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. Yeah. Gronk is not available. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Gronk! I wrote your song, Gronk! If you're satisfied with the message, press yes. one. He might to listen hear that and call us back. He will. To erase message review. I just want to hear the beginning. Oh, it's too, it's too muffled. The levels are too loud, aren't they? No, it's perfect. We'll send it. <laughs> send it emergency. Boy, I really hope that was Gronk's message. That was Caitlyn Jenner? I, I'm i convinced of it. Really? I, I'm surprised. I thought it was a dude. 
Well, okay, it was Bruce then. I don't, I don't know what you want. No, to, I just want to listen back to it. It sounded like her. You know, maybe, we, maybe that was his Bruce phone. <laughs> that, I, I don't really I know what Caitlin said. I, I thought it was a male. I just thought it was a dude. True. Caitlin, spoiler, spoiler alert. Caitlyn Jenner used to be Bruce Jenner. Yeah. And the voice has not changed that much. It's not Bruce fucking Jenner. It's Caitlyn, and she's a fucking stunning woman. Doesn't he make an effort, though, to sound... Well, not when he's answering a number he doesn't know, because then he can pretend he's not Caitlyn. So That's actually... Then she'd be like, you answering the phone going, I saw him inter- I saw him interviewed, like, I don't know, a couple months ago, and he did not but, sound like Bruce Jenner. But picture you getting a phone call and you just going, hello, and the person's going, well, oh, yes, I, Drew there. No, why? Who is this? Because th- if I think there's a female living in my body, I think I'm going to try and sound... Like, I thought... I know, but it's just he's just changing his voice. She doesn't know the caller is. Well, then I would think she would sound like Caitlyn. I thought it. I thought it sounded like. I guess it could like be Caitlyn. I really did. Who knows? Try one more. That's that would be that would be bizarre though. If you, why would you put on one voice publicly? I guess I don't know. Well, like I mean, Michael anything's Jackson. possible. Well, that's true. Yeah, Slash said he's like, "Hey, Slash, how you doing?" Oh, I got a great Jackson story. Too. I'm working on this song. You want OJ or Stutcho? Oh boy, I think I'd rather talk to Jush. <laughs> Jush. Okay. Although I don't really want to talk to either one. What's going on with Jush? Is there any late he, recent news yeah, on Jush? He, he fucking put out a really annoying Twitter uh, a while ago where he's like, "Is this is the weekend? Bills and 49ers." <laughs> he was hoping to have the juice bowl. Oh, he wanted the 49ers <laughs> to, to play Buffalo, and he wanted the uh, the OJ Bowl because I think he thought that was his big comeback moment. <laughs> now I kind of wish I think I'd rather have the Bills play the 49ers in the Super Bowl than what we have, just so everybody would talk about OJ, and then he'd show up. <sighs> well, he he did go to the Bills game, didn't he? Did he? I think he did. Well, we could call him under the guise of getting his thoughts on Demario. <laughs> Because <laughs> you know, you know he's got thoughts. <laughs> what's going on here? I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on there. What is going on over there? Fucking murderer! It's not dialing. Hmm. It's probably Caitlin. We should ask him too. Caitlin's about- jammed the line. <laughs> we should ask him too about uh, Jeffrey Felix. <laughs> I don't know why I think that would be a really funny conversation Although OJ will just go I don't know who that is <laughs> Oh the guy that was guarding me <laughs> Guarding the Jew You mean the author of Guarding the Me <laughs> Jeffrey Felix Author of Guarding the Jews Goes around picking up chicks with his son <laughs> Remember the big thing about Guarding the Jews was how hung OJ was <laughs> Not working. It won't even dial out. I don't know why. The power of uh, Caitlyn Jenner. We'll save it. We'll do it. We'll try another time. That's weird. So here, here's the story uh, that quotes Michael Jackson today, and it's really about Lisa Marie Presley and how she used to clip coupons before a wild spending spree squandered her hundred million dollar Elvis fame. And apparently, she was known as being notoriously cheap. Did you know that? Lisa Marie? Yeah, she would. Cut. Not when it came to herself. Yeah. 
This is um, in 1997. Jay Randy Tarbarelli, remember that guy? Yeah, who wrote yeah. All the, all he the wrote other. all those books. Yeah, but he said that she would cut uh, coupons. She saved cans to return for cash, and she was just a just a miser, right? And apparently, Michael did not like this at all, and he's quoted as saying, "What a cheapskate she is." <laughs> he allegedly told one associate of his millionaire wife, "She becomes happy if she gets two two rolls of toilet paper for the price of one. <laughs> to, to, her, to her, that's a big thrill. Well, she says she's saving it for a rainy day. What does she know about rainy days? I remember being poor in Gary and Danny. When was she ever poor? <laughs> Gary and Danny. Yeah. <laughs> they had a special, TMZ did another special, like they did on, uh, what's his name? The basketball player. Oh, they do it at Lamar. Uh, They've been doing a lot of these big They do one on Lisa Marie. I think I recorded it. But they they said they talked to Debbie Rowe, who agrees that they were lovers, that Michael and Lisa Marie were lovers. (laughs) Nobody gets more service after the sale. It gives more service after the sale than Debbie Rowe, right? You're not kidding. Why is she still standing up? That was beautiful for her to give her children away. It's a lovely gesture. To a pedophile. Lovely gesture. Yeah. <laughs> I love that Jackson's ragging her for being, from ragging Lisa Marie for being cheap. What that reminds asshole. me, did you see uh, the new Nepo baby? Who? Who now? Jafar Jackson, Jermaine's son, is playing Michael in the new biopic about Michael Jackson. <laughs> but he's not white. Jafar? Is, he's not white, right? Jermaine's son. Yeah. Well, Michael's he's white, not white. Oh, yeah, that's true. He's going to have white face on. Um, And Catherine Jackson said, it's wonderful to see Jafar carry on the family legacy of entertainment and performers. (laughs) He's never done shit. He's like 26. Oh, my God. But um, I guess if they're into the Nepo baby thing, why couldn't Paris play Janet? (laughs) If Jafar can play Michael, Paris can play Janet. (laughs) What is this show that he's doing? It's a biopic on Michael. Are they producing it? Yeah, it's it, they're making it, so there won't oh, be anything about gonna it. Be, children. Oh, this is going to be so poorly done. Oh, yeah, no, it'll be horrible. I can't wait to see who's going to play Joe. Is Joe going to be really a real loving father? <laughs> totally rewriting history. Yeah. I don't I don't have no idea when it's coming out. They just But they scoured the world for two years before they settled on Jafar. Oh, great. <laughs> Why, because they couldn't find him? <laughs> yeah, they couldn't find Jafar. Jafar. Is he named after the guy from Aladdin? Like, what? <laughs> That's the only Jafar I know, the evil guy in Aladdin, right? The only one I know, too. <sighs> Does anybody else have the Ron Gronkowski song stuck in their head? Bob Gronkowski. Try some of them Gronk flakes. Uh. <laughs> um, yeah, what, what a joke. What? What? Like, we need another Michael Jackson movie. I guess we can always use another Michael Jackson movie. Uh, if we? it's real. I don't want to see, you know, a bullshit one about not just his singing. Well, since ja- the Jackson family's always been so honest and forthcoming <laughs> about uh, their lives. Um, I can't get over Janet. How Can you see how, how are Janet's shows selling now? Oh, yeah. We're anywhere in any uh, particular area? Well, let's go to Savannah because that wasn't doing well. It was We were not going to show it to Janet because it was... She would be screaming at someone. It would be their fault for showing it to her. <laughs> Jafar show it to her. Let's see. Jafar. But that whole, you know, I just started hearing that. She's listed under the rock category on Ticketmaster. A few years ago, 
I know probably about 10 years ago, they were suggesting that Justin Timberlake ruined her career. And then in this past when she went into the Rock Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. it was really a pile on about Justin. People were like, he's an apologize. Like everyone just stopped listening to her music and it's all Justin's fault. Oh, is that Savannah? Yeah. That's not too it's bad. It's not too bad. The whole front row's open. Yeah, I, but the I upper bowl's pretty empty in the back. That's that's I gotta tell you, that's better than I would have thought. I would not have thought she would sell that many tickets. No. Um of course she is such a great performer though. I wanna see what's going on with LCA. That was selling well, wasn't it? Oh. That's not selling nearly as good as Savannah was. Really? I mean, that's not what it would look like if they were hosting Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> I got to tell you, these are selling better than I thought they would have. This is kind of a bummer. Try, uh, let's see, State Farm Arena. Let's see what Memphis is. Or Memphis. Memphis. That's Elvis country. Yeah, we'll see, you know, Jackson. Oh, 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 don't yeah, show, don't show that. Memphis. You though. will be blown out. <laughs> <laughs> that show might, oh, that oh. might get canceled. Whoa. That's brutal. Yeah, that's, a lot, that's a lot of seats available. Sorry. Are there any tickets left for the uh, White Boy Rick Charlie LaDuff show? Oh, I haven't checked on that either. Get your tickets now on Diamo's. On Diamo's showroom.com. The ticket, it's listed with Ticketmaster. It's like any other show. Oh, they, they did, I know they did really well. The first day it sold a bunch of tickets. Let's see, by now. Boop, 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 boop. I don't know. Is Charlie still talking about it? He's plugged it, yeah. It's yeah, oh, he wow, tickets. There's some tickets. Yeah. yeah. What does it mean if the table is light blue as opposed to blue? Some of the tickets in that table are gone, I guess. There's three shades of blue. <laughs> so there must be like two tickets at one I table. I think that's the idea, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you got some options, but there aren't no. They've sold they've sold. Yep, March There's a bunch 18th. of tickets. That's March, pretty good. March 18th, 8 p.m. On the Amos showroom in Warren. Check it out. Looks like the VIP seats are gone. Mm-hmm. Gronkowski. Uh, Brandon, how about the... Let's get the uh, Flav talking about... Uh, did you hear about Flav's interview? No. Flav has revealed that he smoked crack. Yeah! Oh, for years and years. For six years, yeah. and he was spending $2,400 a day. What? That's a lot of crack. That's No, that seems physically impossible. I know. It does seem like it would be hard to survive, but... Did he lose a bunch of it? Like he'd buy it and misplace it and no, then buy more? No, he was selling it, though, and he said he was his best uh. customer. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a pretty... He's pretty funny, but... Oh, boy. He has one of the... Possibly the biggest crutch I've ever heard. Is it boy? Is it yeah, boy, or... You know? No. I yeah. See if you can pick up on it. Okay. Boy. So you want this one? There's actually three crutches. There's, there's, there's You Feel Me, The uh, Whole Nine. Those are the secondary crutches. The, the other nine. one is the biggest okay. crutch. Oh, I'm excited. But you I kind of maintained myself very well. You know what I'm saying? While I was on that shit. You feel me? <laughs> and not only that, but I kind of kept it hidden. Mm. Too, you know what I'm saying? So a lot of people, you know, didn't really know they were trying to figure it out. Yo, is he on something or, you know what I'm saying? In the whole nine, because I never really let people know exactly what I was doing. You know what I'm saying? Um, I started letting people That's know what four. I was doing when I was getting tired of being like that. 
You know what I'm saying? Because there's a point in time in life to where you get tired of doing shit, man. You know what I'm saying? In the whole nine, mainly when when it doesn't get you no place. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna get you my book. I'll give you get you my book. I wrote a book about in, in 2012. You know what I'm saying? Right? And oh. and it's based on my life story. You know what I'm saying? Is it called You Know What I'm and Saying? There the was whole a time nine? that I Feel was me? spending. $2,400 to $2,600 a day for six years straight, you do the math. And that's how much I spent on drugs. Yeah, that's Drugs daily? Yes. Hey, I ain't gonna lie, but um, I sold a lot. <laughs> Cause I, but I was my best customer. You know what I'm saying? Cause I had a lot. I had I, I had a lot. You know what I'm saying? In the whole nine. I, In the whole nine. And I, I had a lot of money at the time too. I was just doing the wrong things with my money. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I guess God wanted me to live. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? And He ah. knows that I'm a mouthpiece to the world. You feel me? So I feel that God let let me live through that. So that way, I could teach people about the mistakes that I made. You know what I'm saying? And hopefully that they won't make them. You know what I'm saying later on in life, you know? Drugs is easy to get on, and they're hard as hell to get off of. How did what? you cope back then? He actually because makes a couple of really good points here. By like, the way, I, I did the math. I did the math. That is $5,256,000 worth of crap. After taxes. After tax dollars. But you got to less the amount that he got when he sold some of it. But back then, it was more of the dealers is cool to talk. If, if you're selling the drugs, it's cool to talk in that perspective. But it's never really cool to say, hey, I'm an addict too. I'm I'm caught up on some of these drugs. Right. So I'm, I'm guessing maybe that was partly the reason why you were hiding it. Don't put but words like, in his mouth. How is that dynamic talk. affecting you? Well, let me say this. Back in the days when we used to make drug records, you know what I'm saying? We used to talk about selling drugs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And seeing, you know, talking about who can make the most money off of drugs, you know, who's balling. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Off of selling drugs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, who was, who, you know, it, it was a competition thing. You know what I'm saying? To all of the hustlers. The whole nine. But now today's music, it done, we're talking about doing drugs. That's you true. Me? You know what I'm saying? Yes. So there's a big change. There's a big change right. within yeah. the music. You know what I'm saying? Or within the lyrics. I feel you. You know what I know, I'm saying? I know, about what music. I know what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? I do. And and, and not only that, but it's, it's, phones, it's not ours. Inform it's, him that um, he's using that. Giving younger kids the wrong idea. You know what I'm saying? Why you say that? And the reason why is because that's his phone in his lap. Really kids annoying. emulate off of what we do. Mm. Kids you know what I'm saying? Start. I mean, you know, what I'm everything saying? that we do, a younger kid is looking up to us, and they're gonna want to. Be like us. You feel me? How do you figure that feel out? Feel me? Oh, in the whole one. nine. Nice. So, so a lot of kids today now is is getting on Xanaxes and Mollies and Percocets and you know still got the got the coke thing going on. You know what I'm saying? We still got the hard rock crack thing going on now today. You know really? what I'm saying? In the whole nine. People still take crack? Huh? <laughs> he likes the people whole nine. still take crack? 
What? Come on, crack has been in existence <laughs> since 1974, and it's going to always be in existence until we die. Did crack start in 1974? I, I'm not going to challenge him on his crack knowledge. I thought it was more mid '80s. Let's. Uh, I'm gonna Google that's it. Probably, that's probably about right. It you said you know what I'm saying. 24 times in really? four minutes. You feel me? The whole nine. That is a really interesting crutch. When was crack cocaine invented? Well, it exploded in the eight. Invented. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was. <laughs> I guess you're right. Yeah, technically. Yeah, everything yeah. I see keeps saying early 80s, early 80s, but that's when the that's when, that's when yeah, and it yeah. was a big deal and they had to do something that's, about that's it. That's when the government put the it. CIA in. introduced it to black neighborhoods to control them. You feel me? Um control them. It's not in the uh, cocaine fast facts. It's pretty disappointing. How does he know what year? He, he probably what, invented it. Yeah, he knows what he's saying. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? Crack epidemic United States history 1980s. Uh, see, I'm beginning increasing the use of uh, when it was invented. Remember that great moment when George Bush was sitting in the Oval Office and he held up the bag of crack? <laughs> I don't. That, oh, you don't? Oh, it's Not a really. real, see if you can find it. It's a real famous speech. And, of course, it turns out that if they set some, he's like, this bag was just sold across the street from the White House and was a total fucking setup. I mean, it happened, but they set the guy up. You know, I just don't know that story. It's a great story. I don't know what you're saying. You don't feel me? <laughs> no, I'm not getting the whole nine yards. Uh, Crack is back. There was one other uh, interesting I mean, nothing looked more square than George Bush holding up some crack rock. I know, that's really weird. Uh, there was one other item that I thought was, was worth uh, introducing, and that was the woman on the plane who disrupted a pretty full plane because... Her boyfriend made a very big mistake. Uh-oh. He dumped her while they were in the air. Oh, that's a terrible decision. <laughs> yeah. Barstool had her. a big, long rap about how you got to wait till that bird touches down. Of course. Not do that in midair. Although you would think that most people go, fuck, I'm in a plane, we're 30,000 feet. She can't cause can't a make scene. a big scene. Yeah, yeah, right. Has he seen planes recently? <laughs> so anyway... Uh, is there just one bit of audio or a couple? Maybe? I have just the one TikTok. Okay. But it's pretty nauseating here. Imagine being in a small tube and having this happen behind you. Fuck up! She's on the ground. Blocking the way. I think he made the right decision, though. About breaking Based on the reaction, yeah. What the fuck? One minute after. What'd you do? Wait, what's the related video? One minute after it closes and does this after she missed her flight. Oh, you're falling into the TikTok yeah, algorithm, this Drew. This is just where it's going to keep it. showing the next plane one. meltdowns. We're going to be on until 2 a.m. while Drew's scrolling through TikToks. Woman reaches the gate one minute after it closes and does this after she missed her flight. <laughs> the airport staff is completely unbothered. <laughs> she's laying there like she's dead. <laughs> All her shit's around her, too. They don't care. <laughs> Get off the floor, you idiot. Look at the sweat pattern on that guy's back. Wow. Well, it is a pretty warm 
area, I believe. Where's it at? Woman reaches the gate one minute. Ooh, after- what's next? Yeah, we know. Yeah. Jeez. Interpreter, please. <laughs> wow. Oh, no, she wasn't too moved by that guy, whatever he said. No, she missed her flight. It was the end of it. <laughs> Total end of it. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, remember the guy that took a dump in Joe's Crab Shack that we talked about? Yeah. The pooping perpetrator? Yeah. They, they caught him. He's they been did? caught. Yeah. Wow. Dr. Yeah. Disgusto has been caught. They caught him after he jumped into a river naked and then needed help being rescued. I mean, the guy's a total nut job. This is the guy that we, remember we saw the report in Fort Myers? Yeah. He's breaking into Joe's Crab Shack, took a shit. They wouldn't answer their phone. So then on January 24th, there was a response of a nude guy walking around, and then he jumped in the um, Calas- Calahatchee River or something But in how Florida. do they know he took the dump in uh, he admitted the DNA? It. He admitted it after they saved his life. He finally just came clean. Wow. He's like turning over a new leaf. It's, uh, that's impressive. What do, you, what do you think his bond is? For taking a dump in Joe's Crab Show? Well, it's burglary. He mm-hmm. broke Break- in, breaking yeah, and entering. Yep. Uh... Five thousand? Seventy thousand. What? That's a little extreme. I thought it was quite steep. Is this the face of Dr. Disgusto? Wow, he's got some that guy's got a sebum head. Yeah. Oh, he was just in the he was, he was in the water, little, yeah. In the water. He was nude. And there's the picture Ugh. of him stooling. Oh, they're gonna have to God, present that pig. turd as exhibit A. Yeah. Yikes. Hey, what was the you said you saw the Eddie Murray movie? Murphy. Eddie Murphy movie? Oh yeah, you you, you people. people. It's people. basically meet the parents with racism. That's all it is. Well, meet the parents. Oh, no, it meet, is meet the parents. I mean, it's kind of that, parents, that plot. Because fine. Meet the parents meets race because it's well, meet about meet the parents was race. Meet the parents was about race. or not meet the parents. I'm thinking, look who's coming to dinner. That's really what it is. It's an updated version of that, right? Isn't that Sidney Poitier? Isn't that that movie? Yeah. Um, yeah. So Eddie's look, I, Eddie's I, daughter is marrying a white guy. Jonah Hill. Yeah, right? Jonah Hill. Um, I don't like rom coms because it really is a romantic comedy. But there's a lot of big famous people in it, which was kind of surprising. Like David Duchovny, Julia Louis Dreyfus are Jonah Hill's parents, and they're very uh, devout Jews. But he's not. He's a podcaster, and the girl he's interested in. By the way, fun fact: she, show him podcasting, huh? They show him podcasting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's his show about? A massive, like, <laughs> a massive studio that looks like uh, like a television sitcom studio. It's about really. It's about the culture. Black culture. It's kind of a running. It's a running joke in the movie. It's about the culture. Um, so I thought it was going to be terrible. It's not that great. I didn't um, like it. Well, did you watch the whole thing? I watched the most of it. I mean, I, it's just I, one of those things that it's just it's race, 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 race. Well, then race, you wouldn't race, you wouldn't race, like race, it race, based race, on the race, plot race. of the movie. You wouldn't have any interest in it, but. Um, I, I was surprised at some of the stuff I laughed at. It wasn't that. It wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. It's not a good movie, though. It, so it's a rom com, not a comedy necessarily. It's no, more it's, of a rom com. It is one hundred percent a rom com. But Eddie Murphy plays her parents, and he's like this devout Muslim, and you know, who doesn't Eddie- like white people, and then you know they're clueless Jewish people that are. I don't know. It's hard to explain, but that that's basically the premise of the movie. I'm, I think. But Jonah guessing- Hill was surprisingly. Likeable in it, really? Yeah, I I said surprisingly. Uh, the J Lo movie keeps popping up. Is that oh, a, the one that's on Netflix? Watched. I think. Yeah. yeah. I you know it's funny. I I meant to say to her yesterday. I'm surprised she would watch a new J Lo movie. I don't know why. I'm not. I'm not surprised. I think she must have been bored. 
I did start watching. She was talking about shrinking the Apple TV Plus with Jason Siegel and Harrison Ford. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, the first two episodes, are. I thought it was really fucking good. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Like Jason, I, I don't know. Maybe I just. Like I haven't Jason. seen Jason Segel like in so him. long. I did. Yeah, I liked his, all his stuff. And he's really likable in this. And Harrison Ford is actually pretty fucking funny in it. Yeah, well, Harrison Ford's okay. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, scenes because they're they're shrinks. Those two. Uh huh. And then there's another shrink that works in the office. And there's just a couple scenes where they're just ripping on each other. It's actually pretty funny. I don't know. It's it's got it's. I, I think it's worth checking out. I don't understand. So Eddie Murphy. Is not a comedic character in the movie? He is, but it's still a rom-com. It's still a romantic comedy. Okay. I just, I guess I just expect anything with Eddie Murphy is going to be I, funny. Or I thought he was funny, funny in it. He's, he's got some pretty funny lines as this militant uh, Muslim who what, that they poke fun at, too. Mm. But the um, movie, I mean, don't get me wrong, the movie's not good. Not a good movie. Okay. Yeah, it seems like I don't. I just feel like there's just a lot of stuff that's okay, but I just don't get excited about it. And uh, you know, Colin Farrell did he win the Golden Globe for Best Actor? No, that was um, the Whale. What's his name? Oh, uh, the did he guy. win a supporting actor, or did the movie win? Uh, the movie might have won. How could the movie beat? <laughs> I haven't seen the Whale. I don't know. <laughs> they should just <laughs> rename it to the Clap. <laughs> When is the whale available? I actually want to Good see question. the whale. Yeah. Have you no? watched that sadness movie yet? I kind of want to see that. Sadness? Wait, who's in What's sadness? What's the something of sad triangle of sadness? Woody Harrelson's in it. That's the one where they're on the boat, the big puke scenes. <laughs> oh, we talked about it. What yeah. what's streaming service? Oh, I think it's just available for rent almost, oh, okay. almost anywhere right now. Triangle of sadness. I don't know. I don't know if it's any good. I'm dying to see that, though. I am going to watch the, uh, the the movie, not because she snubbed two black people from getting Oscars, but um, what's her name? Riceboro? Yeah. To, was it Two Leslie? Two Leslie, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's an interesting plot. She you wins so? the lottery, and then she thinks she's like, um, I got it made. The lottery's $100,000. She's an like alcoholic, a, right? Yeah, she's yeah. an alcoholic. and It's just, I like dramas generally. And I mean- when that many people say she did that, did that great a job, there's got to be something good about that. Right. We just uh, received a phone call from Caitlyn Jenner. We did? Did we? Why'd you play the answer it. Why'd you play the homo drop? Because he likes dramas. <laughs> this might be a different number, though. What's wrong with dramas? Yeah, I like no, dramas. Just say, you want to call her back? Okay. Do you think no, she, she would call her back this late. Do you think she wants to hear the, her song again? Is that why? Yeah. All right, hang on. Oh, I got a different one for her. Hang on. Oh, boy, shit. Too fast for me, Brandon. Sorry. Caitlin is a smoking hot babe. Caitlin is a smoking hot babe. I'm talking about Caitlin. She's a smoking hot babe, all right. Yes, she is. Oh, Caitlin is a smoking hot babe. Hello? Hello? How about that, Caitlin? She's a smoking hot babe tonight. Caitlin Hello? is smoking hot. Oh my goodness. Caitlin is gorgeous. I can't seem to stop thinking about Caitlin. Because Caitlin is a smoking hot babe. Caitlin is a smoking hot babe. I'm talking about Caitlin. She's a smoking hot babe, alright. Caitlin is so beautiful and pretty. She's a smoking hot babe tonight. Caitlin is so darn gorgeous. She's a smoking hot babe, alright. Caitlin is a smoking hot 
babe. Kaylin? Hey, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Keep calling this number with that bullshit. The FBI will be at your front door tomorrow, you little fucker. Got it? For what? You don't like the song? Hello? She gone. That was a woman. A different woman that answered the first time. The FBI will be at our door for making a phone call? I guess so. Well, no. Stay on the line. No, I'm just saying. Okay, good. Yeah, okay, I got a trace on it. I was right up there with that. Well, I'm going to send the FBI to that person for swearing. Wait, Do you know so, that this phone call is being recorded? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Caitlin has a female hero that well, answers. Now I just think, now, now I'm with you, Drew. I don't think it was Caitlin now. Because who would um, that be? She listened to the whole song. Oh, yeah. It's, I it's don't think, pretty catchy, for some reason, I don't think Caitlin would threaten the FBI. No. It doesn't strike me as a. No. But why did they call back? Keep calling the number. We returned her phone what, call. What was the caller ID on it? Um, it said Jenner. Well, it's did it really. Yeah. Oh well, then it's then that's it. It Come said on. Jenner. Well, I it's Brandon's fault for calling it back. Yeah, that's all so I'm gonna say. Send the, the FBI, FBI is here. House. I'm sending right down to the basement. <laughs> the FBI is gonna be at your house tomorrow for making a phone call. I don't know. Okay, great. Yeah, sure. For what? Maybe the, nice. she would get a chuckle Praise. out of the song. Nice I mean, sense of humor. Yeah, I bet you Gronk doesn't call and do that when he calls back. Does Caitlin... I, I, if the FBI doesn't show up tomorrow, I kind of want to call her back. Does Caitlin... No, no, we're not going to. <laughs> does Caitlin have a girlfriend? Uh, let me check the who's uh, dated who. Because I think Caitlin well, the, There does... was one woman that, he was, that she was hanging out with for a while that was also trans, I thought. All right. Go on. Uh, According she, to had Caitlin... a, she had a female girlfriend at one time. According to Caitlin, yeah, 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 Candace Kane. Because remember, Caitlin is a beautiful woman, but Caitlin still loves females. Yes, yes. I can't see that person getting that upset. No. God, that's a great picture of Linda Thompson. Oh, yeah. He was all over that. I mean... Yeah, it was he. Chicks loved it. In the 80s. The former Caitlin. Bruce. All right. Sense of humor. If there's no show tomorrow, you know, the FBI was at the door. (laughs) It's not Bruce fucking Jenner. It's Caitlin, and she's a fucking stunning woman. The FBI. (laughs) I want to know how this story ends. Well, I'll know that the FBI is wayward if they're at the door tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) That will make it official. Um... Okay, so we got the. We didn't have any more audio of the flyer, did we? No. Was there much about that story, or was that just no. bar stool? I didn't see it anywhere. Yeah. Uh, Baldwin got charged today officially. Officially, yes. And I started listening to the new uh, witches podcast with hilarious Baldwin. Oh, really? Yeah. She uh, she wants to thank everybody. Did you know that? For what? Supporting her during this very emotional time. Who is supporting her? Uh, people. <laughs> well, she has a million followers. I, I'm do wondering. Wanna, do you want to hear it? Because it's very fucking nauseating. I guess. Is it long? No, no. It's really quick before they get into, um, you know, the topic at hand, talking to some fucking doctor, uh, you know, mental health or some bullshit. How to raise your kids. Uh, let's see here. It, it also starts with a ton of commercials. I investigate yeah. Oh, so she has a ton of commercials? This is what's, two what's the name of the show? Which is Anonymous. With Ilaria Baldwin. Ilaria and Michelle Baldwin. Campbell Mason. An iHeartRadio podcast. 
two minutes of commercials. It's called what again? Interpreter, please. Witches Anonymous. Witches Anonymous. Okay. It's been an emotional time for my family. And I do so want to express to you how grateful I am for your support. My wife is in Spain. Your kindness. Tears. And your reason. She's thanking you, Drew. Quite honestly, I think without it, we would crumble. So thank you so much for being our rock right now. Mm -hmm. Because I don't feel so strong. Kids are sponges and certain conversations are not always age appropriate. We cannot deny that they don't feel the energy and pick up on certain things in the family and at home. Also, parenting little people can be stressful regardless of Stop using your children as a shield. So today we are speaking with Dr. Hillary Kulcher about how to take care of our children. Cool. Is her voice a little too hoarse to be doing a podcast? Well, she's been crying a lot. It's been a Um, really tough time for her. I mean, someone else is dead. And her that family had a tough time, but reviews are not very good. She's averaging one point four stars. My wife is from Spain. Just to give an example, still not Spanish. Cancel. This psychotic, elitist, narcissistic woman should not have any sort of platform to speak. Uh, one star. Pepino. One star. We saw this host holding paparazzi, but it looked like a planned event. She had an accent. That is so odd. <laughs> Nothing original here. One star. I keep hearing white, privileged, grown women referring to themselves as witches, and I just don't get it. Why does a meeting of women have to be a coven? (laughs) Are you kidding me? How much did Alec pay for this? Hillary is mentally ill. No one fakes a persona for over a decade and is sane. She has a million kids and even more nannies. I'll pay anything to get her out of the fucking house. (laughs) Uh, This one says, please, sir, dinero to help my husband. (laughs) One star. (laughs) Maybe Hillary can try to fundraise on the podcast to help cover her husband's legal fees. Where in the street is she floated that idea? Before to have a fundraising dinner to gather money for Alec. He begs for followers for her Instagram. She begs for money. money. Hilaria Baldwin's accent, one star. She mostly sounds like a valley girl on the episode I listened to, but I just saw her on Instagram talking to her baby in quite a heavy Spanish accent. HB has the worst speaking voice I've ever heard. She can't pick a lane. She's horse, baby. Or is she from Spain and still somehow baby? How can she have advertisers? Oh, I don't. Who wants to advertise in the show? So that must be. Well, it's iHeart, you know, so they just, it's almost pooled all together. But iHeart doesn't give us any advertisers. Well, we don't, we're not on their hosting platform for them to sell ads. We can switch if you want. Someone, we're on their platform. We're on radio. No, I know, we're not on their hosting platform. Spreaker. Oh, so they're hosting this? So they wanted this podcast. Well, being a iHeart podcast, so it's it's a little different, too, because it is an iHeart podcast, too, so it probably gets more special attention. Well, uh, I just wonder, I, I can't help wondering, and I'm literally just wondering, I'm not going to find out or care to find out, but I just wonder if the advertisers that are placed on her they show, they don't know. if they have any fucking idea, There's they no, probably no, don't, it's all dynamic. but she probably gets paid for doing it, and yet it has... You know who should advertise is Duolingo. She has not that many, uh, not that many reviews, and they're all almost all of them are one stars, one point four average. I've never seen an average that low. I'm serious. Yeah. I've never seen a show that has reviews that are that bad. I would love to know how many people listen to it. Well, it doesn't. It's not rated. I mean, it's not in any of the ranking. It's not ranked in any country, Spain or the USA. <laughs> Spain. So, I have a feeling somebody's not getting their money's worth. Yep. Not that that's weird, or that's unusual. Because yep, yep, yep. honestly, if you get on uh, 
if you get on a platform like that or like Podcast One or whatever, they just uh, don't they just sell the whole network and then it almost doesn't matter yes. if you have audience until exactly. they just go, you know what, you're not pulling any audience well, to our platform, so get out of here. The amount of money you get, though, is based on how many listeners you have. So I don't think it's terribly lucrative for them. It depends. Some people cut deals up front. Like, I could not believe oh, yeah, well, the guy from, um, oh, what's the football movie? James Vanderbeek? Yeah. He was offered a podcast from Spotify, and it was like, I don't know, 20 episodes or something for 700 grand. Oh, yeah. And they were trying to get out of it. And I was, I was like, why would anyone offer him? Is he capable? Is he a draw? Going, oh, I got to hear what James Vanderbeek is talking about. Only if he's recapping Dawson's Creek's episodes. Well, that now that's a concept that might work, sort of. Because those shows, <laughs> some of them have legs. Some yeah, do really well. Office ladies. And yeah, office ladies and Zach Braff. Uh, scrub, what's that? Fake doctors. Yeah. Fake doctors. Real friends or something. Yeah. I don't think that one's doing as well as it used to. They all, some of them get a splash right away. What's his name? Justin Long. He was doing, he was doing all right. Well, Rob Lowe was doing the, uh, Rob Lowe's does well, I think, but there's a lot of bombs out there, which is keeps Carl in business. So (laughs) can I say, all right. Uh, Hall financial is our presenting sponsor. Mortgage interest rates are the lowest. They've been in over four months. With the holidays behind us, now's the time to take a look at your finances and consider consolidating your debt with a cash out refi. If you own a home, you have many options as far as using the equity in your home to put yourself in a better state financially, and it's the most affordable way to eliminate debt. And debt, if you have it now, is very often high interest, like crazy. A free five-minute mortgage review with Hall Financial is all it takes to see how much money you've gained in home equity. In most cases, you can access your money in two weeks or less, which is a godsend to many. Whether you're looking to buy a new home or refinance your current home, call Hall Financial first. At 866-CALL-HALL or chat with them online at callhallfirst.com. That's all we ask. If you're not, if you have no interest in a program, your house is completely paid off. What are you talking about? No, I'm not asking you. (laughs) If you do need to get a mortgage or to do a refi, we just ask that you call Hall first and give them a shot at it. And uh, sometimes they'll tell you, not often, but once in a while they say, you know what? Here's what you need to do to get what you want. Spend money on your credit cards, pay them off. Build your credit, etc. You know, depending on the situation. They're very helpful. So, all right, we'll be back tomorrow. And um, any other uh, show notes uh, other than five stars? Yeah, uh, so. Keep an eye out for the FBI. On your mm. phone. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Nice going, Brandon. That's yeah. not my... No. It, you dialed it. I did. You, know, you came up with the number and you recalled it. Okay, but they called <laughs> us back. They called us. Well, that, that might that might be a successful defense for you. I'm not going to have to worry about got, it. But. Still got O.J. Simpson, Norman Reedus, and stuttering John Melendez if let's, we want to. Let's see what the FBI does first. Two of those three are pretty litigious. <laughs> That's true. All right, we'll see you tomorrow if we're not in jail. You fellas have a lot of growing up to do, I'll tell you that. Ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. Can you believe these characters? Way out of line, way out of line. Have a good mind to go to the warden about this. You know what hurts the most is the the lack of respect. You know, that's what hurts the most. Except for the, except for the other thing, that hurts the most. But the lack of respect hurts the second most. Ridiculous. Never thought that size 
made a difference Till I spent a night in jail with you It's hard to relax your sphincter when you're crying But I laid there and bit the pillow like you told me to When your cellmate fits like a glove